0: Hi guys, it's me, Comedian Ron Funches. You might know me from At Midnight, Powerless, or The Roast of Bruce Pritchard, where I murdered him. I got my very first one-hour comedy special coming out on Comedy Central, January 4th at 11 p.m. Watch it. It features the legendary Ric Flair. I don't know any other comedian or person that can say that. It's just me and Migos. So watch Ron Funches' Giggle Fit, January 4th, 11 p.m., Comedy Central. Woo! Today's episode of What Happened When is brought to you by our friends at SaveCade.com. Well, Tony, who am I kidding around with? savek.com is us. We'd love to help you make this the best Christmas ever. If you haven't already, don't feel like you have to put Christmas on a credit card. We can help you get rid of all your credit card debt, even skip your next two house payments. That's right. You won't make a payment in January or February. You're done until March 1st. And come March 1st, you're going to have a better mortgage. We could save you five, six, seven, even 800 bucks a month. It's not a matter of if we can save you money. It's a matter of how much. And I'm talking to you. If you're in a 30-year loan, if you've got a second mortgage, or if you've got credit card debt, what are you waiting for? Go to savecade.com. You don't need perfect credit or money out of your pocket. Isn't that right, Tony? And you can own a home with no money down.
1: Own a home, not rent. Own a home with no money down. At savecade.com,
0: Conrad. That's exactly right. Let's get your new year started right. Don't wait and make it a new year's resolution to get out of debt or buy a house or start saving money. Make it happen right now at savecade.com. You don't need perfect credit or money out of your pocket. So what are you waiting for? Find out how much money you can save for free at savecade.com. NMLS number 65084, Equal Housing Lender.
2: Ladies and gentlemen
1: Crockett, for Arcade,
0: 605 NWA,
2: TV title, Cajun Army, the Bunkhouse Stampede, Flair and Horseman, Garvin, Boogie, Magnum, Dusty, Express, Tag Team, Turner, in Mid-South Joy, World Championship Wrestling.
1: Talking about the great years of World Championship Wrestling, the NWA, and Jim Crockett Promotions. Tony and First North, they win, look, Shavani's back again, World Title Split Off, Center Stage, Bischoff, Disney, Hogan, and Nitro, New World Order, and The Crow, Thunder, Russo, Arquette, champ, Vinny, Max, simulcast. Tony's back with Conrad. Not your classy podcast. Watch a lot, try not to laugh. Lois rules, cat back. This wasn't the initial plan. Tom's a good-looking man. like Bill, make a chair. come over here. What happened, when? WHW Monday. And now, let's go to the ring. And here's your co-host. Hey, hey.
0: Hey, it's Conrad Thompson, and you're listening to What Happened When with Tony Schiavone. What's going on, man? How are
1: you? Conrad Thompson, what is going on, my friend? And how are you doing as we head towards the Christmas season?
0: Man, I'm excited. You got all your Christmas shopping done? Somewhat. Well, It's but- not like it
1: used to be. You know, I do a lot of things online with Amazon now. I used to go to the stores and go to the malls and walk around. Don't do that much anymore.
0: But we're looking to doing we're looking forward to doing a lot today because we're covering the very last Starcade. Now we've covered the first Starcade here on the show, and most recently we did one of the bigger, more memorable Starcades, Starcade nineteen ninety three. But now we're going to Starcade two thousand. And if I've learned anything from hanging out with you, Tony, it's that you don't even remember this show.
1: No, I, I don't. Isn't it weird? Uh, well I do now because I've watched it, but I didn't.
0: It feels like you have uh, blocked out a lot of these more painful memories like WCW in the year 2000.
1: Yeah. You know what we had in, in 2000, by the time December rolled around, we had, uh, let's say we had gone to Australia that year. Uh, we had gone to England that year and we had two very successful tours. Uh, not as successful as you and Bruce, but successful tours overseas. And then we came back to the States. And we came back at the same old stuff of you're going to get sold. You're going to go belly up. So we heard these all the time and it made, it made working there. Very, very difficult.
0: Well, this is not going to be difficult. This is going to be fun for me, fire it up on your WWE network. It's WCW star K 2000. And believe it or not. We're right here upon another anniversary. If you're listening to us on Monday on Patreon today is the 18 year anniversary. But if you're with us on Wednesday, what are you doing? Go check out patreon.com forward slash WHW Monday and, uh, see what all the fuss is about, including some, uh, some new Christmas themed content coming your way, Mm -hmm. uh, Tony, do we have our tag team partner nearabouts where we can get her to give us a little bit of a countdown?
1: Yes, we do Conrad. Uh, she is off the eggnog. And ready to go, at least I think she is. And let's bring in Lois Schiavoni. What was I doing? Oh, oh, oh,
2: yeah. Three, two, one, play.
1: Well, we began with the, uh, God. You know what? Just seeing this this new logo. It lets makes, you know ma- we're
0: in for the shit.
1: Yeah, it, it makes me ill. It really does. Uh, alliances will form, much like Tony Schiavone and Conrad Thompson. Uh titles will change. Oh boy. Uh, and uh, what else we got? Uh well, uh power will shift. You're not kidding it will. It'll shift uh, by the time March comes around, you bunch of dumbasses. Uh Lex Luger is going to take on Goldberg. How about that? Is that worth the price of admission, Conrad? Nope. Okay, I didn't think so. And then Scott Steiner takes on Sid Vicious. And that's all a part of Starcade 2000. And by the way, by uh, everyone, this is our final Starcade. This is it, right? Until Vince uh, resurfaced a house show Starcade last year. Yeah, very last one, very last Starcade. And of course, we uh, we came to everybody from the D. De- okay, we've had enough of the open. We had enough of the- look at that shitty Starcade logo. And how about some pinwheels and some pyro? We're at the, uh, well, it used to be called the Verizon Center. I don't know what it's called anymore, but it's uh, MCI Center, Verizon Center. It's where the Washington Wizards play basketball. And uh, Washington, D.C., much like, you know, at one time, uh, if you'll recall, Nashville was home of Starcade. And I think we ended up having, like, and this is like a 15,000 seat arena, I think we ended up having, like, 5,000 there, maybe 5,500 there that day.
0: Yeah. You didn't have what all in had. How about that? You had 6,596 fans there.
1: Yeah. Well, there you go. How about that? And, And how about that? The, here's how we were. Here's how fucked up. We were the logo that we had on the envelope right there. Wasn't the same logo we opened the show with. Why can't we do that? Why can't we get? Oh, here comes Chavito.
0: By the way, I love that, uh, Starcade logo. I know you it's probably do? not your favorite, but I like it with the the two R's and the one that's backwards and the star in the middle. In fact, I may rip that off for Starcast too, if I'm ever dumb enough to do such a thing.
1: <laughs> uh, hey, oddly enough that, uh, right in the, uh, at the end of TLC, we're going to come, uh, we're going to have a, a little ladder match here. Uh, coming up. I thought, uh, Chavo Guerrero was a, was a pretty good heel, man. And he's going to join the broadcast team at Madden, Shivani.
0: Oh, I love it. Three count, man. Here we go. <laughs> Shannon Moore, Shane Helms, two of the, the members of three count. You're two favorites. Cause you certainly didn't like that third member.
1: No, I didn't, but we're going to see him here in a minute. Uh, what is shannon moore doing now do you know
0: yeah he's still wrestling i saw him do an indie show uh here in huntsville earlier this year and uh he was at starcast he is in unbelievable shape even better than what we see here from 18 years ago he's got a crazy hairdo now and a bunch of tattoos and he's Mm. doing more like a punk gimmick and right by the way uh shane helms full grown man compared to what we're seeing here
1: yes he is absolutely as hurricane as uh Become uh, quite a star. And now, fresh from the backstage area in the WWE, here's one of their guys, Jamie Noble. And take a look at this prick, would you?
0: Nothing happened
1: to Evan Courageous. Nothing fucking happened to Evan Courageous. I'm going to try to be cool. We'll make sure the ladders are steady. That's right. Yeah, they're steady, you dumbass. Yeah, they're they're steel ladders. Keep walking by them. And then, of course, we're going to have members of the Young Dragons come out. And I guess this is a number one contender match, if I remember correctly.
0: So the idea is uh, one guy is going to get a shot at the cruiserweight title. Yeah, but they're coming out in pairs.
1: Yeah, they are. Just Notice that sign. I hate redneck. Oh,
0: there you go. Oh, Kimono Wanalea. Yeah, from ECW fame. Yeah. Did she? uh,
1: I have a question that I don't know the answer to. And I I think we may have brought it up before. Did she hook up with Jimmy Hart? No. Okay. I can't. There was a rumor that her and Jimmy were an item at one time. And I don't know if that's true. But you hear so much bullshit. You don't know, you know. All right. So this is going to determine the number one contender for the cruiserweight championship. And, uh, someone needs to smart me up here. What is the significance of the, Oh, they got to get the ladder and I guess get the contract, right?
0: Is that it? You got it. You figured it out. Okay. So smart.
1: Yeah. It's kind of like, uh, uh, what they use a ladder now for in the WWE. So this match is going to go about 15 minutes or so. And, uh, it's because all these kids can really do some, well, with the exception of courageous, all these kids can really do some pretty good stuff, except maybe a shitty spot like that. Sorry about that. Uh, all these kids can do, uh, somewhat pretty good stuff, they got a referee on the
0: floor. All right. You want to guess what your boy, Wade Keller gave this one?
1: Uh, he gave this three stars, three and a half. Yeah,
0: they're going to go, Over. uh, 13 minutes and 17 seconds. Right. Wow. Now that's pretty
1: good. I like that. That's th- the last thing I can say about Evan that I like,
0: I'm going to say, this is probably one of the more fun matches in WCW for the year 2000.
1: Yeah. You probably might be right.
0: You know, we always shoot on WCW in 2000, but this one has some fun stuff. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, they got some kids that can perform. How about Jamie Noble, man? There's a look at the, uh, the contract. Jamie Noble, who is, I believe if I'm right, you may know this better than I do, but Jamie is kind of in charge of all the agents, isn't he?
0: Yeah. He's a higher up behind the scenes. He's probably, um, I guess you'd call him like a Lieutenant at this point in the WWE. Right. Uh, rumor and innuendo is that one day he'll have the Michael Hayes job.
1: Oh, well, shit. Who wouldn't want Michael Hayes' jobs? Cause you don't do a fucking thing.
0: I love you for that. Of course we have fun with our, our good friend, Michael, but yeah, he's, uh, he's got some stroke in the company.
1: <laughs> Does he ever look at this? Yes, sir. Trying to go up and yo out goes both hurricane
0: and Shannon Moore. Let me just tell you <laughs> that, um, I like Cass but I was always, Fond of yang just because when he comes to wwe they're going to repackage him as a cowboy did you know that
1: yeah i'd heard that McCombs. i never i never did see any about it see did you watch some of the stuff they did with him
0: of course what's funny oh. to me is i just listened to your appearance on chris jericho uh, uh-huh. his podcast last week talk is jericho and I think it came out a couple of weeks ago, but I know you taped this thing months and months and months ago, and he just yeah, finally we got around, to, Hey, I don't have time to tape one. Let's play one. We got in the can or whatever,
3: Right.
0: but on there, you admit you had no idea that he main evented WrestleMania the year after WCW went out of business, but yet somehow you're in the loop about Jimmy Yang rocking a cowboy gimmick. <laughs> what the fuck?
1: Yeah, <laughs> I guess the shittier, the gimmick the more familiar I am with it. Okay. I have no idea what they're doing here.
0: Well, they're smashing Shane's face into the Mm. ladder.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: By the way, hurricane on Twitter last week said that, uh, or or maybe that was even on another podcast. (laughs) I guess it was, it was on Waltman's podcast. He said that 2018 is the only year of his life. He would go live again because he's done so much cool stuff. You know, he was at the rumble and he was at all in and, I mean, he's, he's been in all the major shows this year and, right. you know, just had a ton of in ring success and big appearances and didn't have to do a ton of the crazy travel. It's just, uh, it's pretty cool to hear a guy sort of reflect like that. This is the only year I would live again. And I gotta say 2018, probably my best year too.
1: I would say so. And we're getting ready to put a cap on the year and, and Conrad, uh, as okay. Come on girls stop it Stop it Jimmy Wang Yang
0: has an idea <laughs> uh
1: this was a great year, wasn't it? I mean really great year for us great year for you and Bruce great year for you and Eric uh and what a wonderful year to be a part of starcast and all in and
0: well, I got married Tony that's sort of what I was thinking all about. that okay. You know, I know you, you were there for all the other stuff, but not that, by the way, right. I love Jimmy wearing out the the stomach, like an old karate movie, just a thousand little rabbit punches. And then the one big one that sends him flying. That's awesome.
1: <laughs> and then does the crane like karate kid.
0: I'm telling you, even if you're uh sort of not the biggest WCW fan ever go out of your I'll, way to see this one. These guys are pulling out all the stops, tons and tons of high spots. Keller would even say very creative match with spectacular, but sensible bumps and spots. It started shaky, but the match got better in the second half, man. They're pulling out all the stops. You got to see this. All right. Hurricane. Here he goes. I think, oh, to the floor. Can you imagine? Hmm. He's getting out of the bed a little slower now because of that one. I bet. What I was going to wow. say is I believe this match even made like a best of Starcade DVD set or Blu-ray set a few years ago, because I think that was the first time I saw it. Cause there's no chance. I got this pay-per-view
1: you, we had turned you off by that time, huh?
0: Yeah. Whoa. I think I was, I was really just down on wrestling period yeah. by the end of 2000.
1: So, uh, it's pretty apparent the, the smartest guy in the building here was Jamie Noble. Everybody had to do some sort of crazy spot. He's going to take the ladder
0: and he's going to go for the contract. Go get
1: a Whoa. Whoa.
0: Did you know Jamie Noble got stabbed? Uh, after this. Yeah. This year. This year. Yeah.
1: Well, what's the story behind that?
0: Well, apparently, um, he was, uh, trying to go home. Yeah, And I guess there were some guys sort of talking trash and one thing led to another and he was stabbed in his trailer park and had to go to the hospital. The rumor and innuendo is that a lot of the boys didn't buy this story, but either way he wound up stabbed. I don't know a lot of people who've been stabbed. I don't know a lot of people that work for the oh WWE live God. in a trainer park. Yeah, you do. You know more people than you think. I'll tell you some yeah. more names later. No, here's the deal. It's smart. And here's why it's smart. You can buy one of those dudes for cash mm-hmm. and you own it for nothing. And then you got no overhead. And how about this? If you're Jamie Noble, when the fuck are you home?
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: right. I mean, really? Like, <laughs> exactly. Exactly for my For my six days, I'm home this month. I'm gonna wash clothes here and pay no rent the other twenty four days,
1: yeah, but you know well, anyway,
0: no, no, I get it, but I'm just saying i know I know one guy who lived out of a hotel for a little while, and as much as I wanted to trash it when I went through the schedule, it's like he's literally home two nights a week, sure, and where he's at, he can drop his laundry off and they'll bring it back to him, pressed and ready to go and all bring me right. something up here. And I, I, you know, he doesn't have utilities or cable or any of that. And by the way, they need all of that man down. It is, it is scattered bodies, carnage in the ring right now. If you're not watching this one, I know a lot of our, our listeners don't actually watch the match. It's going to be hard for us to dump on this and make fun of it. Cause these guys are pulling out all the stops. You got to go watch this one.
1: Yeah. After that, the, after that maneuver that time by Shane Helms. Wow. That was spectacular. You know, it may not be a bad idea. I don't know if I, anybody that was going to do a, one of those TLC matches this past weekend, uh, in, uh, in the WWE to come back and take a look at this. This is, this is pretty. And I know there've been probably better ladder matches, but this is pretty cool.
0: No, it's super cool is what it is.
1: Yeah. And the fans are getting into it too. That's always a good barometer.
0: Well, I, don't, I, don't, a I don't know how you couldn't get behind this one.
3: Yeah.
0: It is sort of interesting that oftentimes oh, fuck. the, you know, the main event is really all that people buy a pay-per-view for, or buy right. tickets for like, it's your draw really is your main event or maybe your co-main event, but especially in WCW, perhaps for its entire existence, the undercard is what really made the show. Yeah, a lot of the a lot of the, oh, Jesus.
1: What are these kids doing to themselves? Uh a lot of the cruiserweights, a lot of the smaller guys that could do a lot of things, always always seem to make the show. And we've brought this up before. I don't think cruiserweights have done have been done a a, a fair shake since the days of WCW.
0: Well, cuz everyone's a cruiserweight now. Yeah. You know, AJ styles, Daniel Bryan, if they were around in the nitro era, you know, the early nitro era, they would have been cruiserweights, but then towards the end, you know, you guys started to embrace guys like Chris Benoit and that's certainly the direction that the business was headed. And now, you know, most of your top guys are, or would have either qualified as cruiserweights based on, you know, physical dimensions, or they work a more cruiserweight style. Like a Seth Rollins. Right. He would have been a cruiserweight and he's anything but he's he's the man in WWE. Dolph Ziggler, same thing.
1: You know, I, I like to give Evan Courageous a, a hard time because he was such a dipshit, but
0: he could do some pretty good things, man. And how about this? I know you don't like him, but he looks like a star. He does? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> wow.
1: Well, they just wiped out that fucking star. You really think he he looks like a star?
0: I just wanted to piss you off. (laughs) (laughs) Do you see what they're doing right now? When when I was a kid, I used to build forts. Jimmy Uh Wang Yang is building a ladder fort.
3: Yeah.
1: Or a smaller scaffold. Jim Cornette could have fallen off this scaffold, not busted his ass.
0: PN News would have still been scared, though. You know what he'd be saying right now? No, baby, no, baby, no.
1: (laughs) Uh, uh. Oh, look at see, we didn't take enough shots to lay me out. Wow, head first now. To the come on, go get him, man. See, I always, always thought that, uh, and of course I knew they did this for timing, but you know, if you really want to get that, if you really want to get that, uh, contract, climb up the ladder quickly, man.
0: Yeah, I agree. The slow climb is the worst. Yeah, it is. It's funny though, because whenever my big ass climbs a ladder, I do it that way. And most people think it's just because I'm obese and on a ladder, but I'm trying to mimic wrestling.
1: Uh, Conrad, you're not obese. You're just a big guy. Oh no, no. You're just a big guy. How tall are you? Six,
0: three ish. Yeah. See you're a big guy. Oh, look at that bump. <laughs>
3: <My> <laughs> he was God. going head first. Like His a lot
0: everywhere. Guard. You got to see this, man. These guys are, they're pulling yeah. out all the stops, taking all the risks. Oh my. Evan courageous kicked off of the ladder and then falls chest first onto the ropes. For real, Jimmy Wang Yang atop the ladder now with our good buddy Shane Helms, and they're standing on a ladder that's laid crossways between three other ladders. Like, at any moment, anyone could slip or this thing could collapse. And oh, wow. you gotta be fucking kidding me. A head scissors brings down Jimmy Wang. Shannon Moore flips up there. Screw climbing the ladder. I'm just gonna flip up there.
1: The big, big spot would be if someone would throw, throw everything off right now
0: and Shane throws noble off and here you go. Three count right there with the contract. Are they going to grab it and they decide to get it together instead of individually. So now these guys have been guaranteed a cruiserweight shot and cleverly Chavo was going to say on commentary, I agreed to face the winner, not the winners. Great match, guys. Incredible match. Yeah. I would, th- I would say match of the night.
1: Yeah, I think so, too. I think, uh, I don't know. was, uh, was Keller's, uh, star ranking up to five stars like Meltzer's?
0: Yeah. Everybody's using the Meltzer system.
1: I've uh, using the Meltzer system. So yeah, you know, very much a a three and a half, three and three quarter stars upward to four star match.
0: This was his highest rating on the show. Yeah. And that's what so it's gonna go, you would
1: say. It's going to go downhill from here, huh?
0: Well, no, I'm not saying that necessarily, you know, uh, some of the other matches probably have better stories or whatever, as far as the, you know, the amount of time they've been given on TV, but as far as just, you want to see a spectacle, you want to sit in your chair and be entertained. Yeah. How do you beat this? Look at that move by Shannon Moore. That's one of the all time ladder moments that nobody even really talks about.
1: That's why I said the guys that did TLC match should have watched this. And I like the story too. I like the story. They're both up because you think about it in logical terms that if you got a tag team partner, right. And you're loyal to that tag team partner, you're both going to grab it at the same time.
0: So I still like that. Starcade logo Yeah, not me might rip that off. And there's your boy, old hacksaw, (laughs) Jim Duggan, stroking his wood. Lance storm (laughs) comes in, sees him with his glasses and his toupee on. Yeah. Talking to him about the American flag because he joined team Canada. Right. And, um, the American fans are never going to take you back. You turned on them. So you turned on them for good. And Mm -hmm. even if they would take you back, the office is looking to give you a pay slip. So you need to take this Canadian flag and join team Canada. Hmm. What a moment. I mean, it should have been a bigger deal when Hexaw Jim Duggan turned his back on America.
3: Yeah.
0: Oh Oh, my my God. Mike. Here's what Jeff is saying. All right, Mike Sanders, I got an idea. See, this company's going out of business in three months, and I'm gonna be fucking blackballed from everywhere. You hear me? Cause I held up the only game in town because I didn't want to lose clean in the middle to China. Little did I know, she was on her way out too. But instead, I made a short term play, got enough money to pay off my house, fucked up, went and bought a bigger house. Now I'm gonna have to convince some other scammers from Birmingham to fund my new wrestling company that won't have a TV deal, but it'll be on pay-per-view. Sound good to you? Nope.
1: No. Meanwhile, in the sauna.
0: Hmm. This is uh, uh, how many gay porns have you seen where this is the opening scene?
1: I was just thinking that Efron really would like this. Wouldn't he? What the fuck are we
0: doing? Two naked dudes in the sauna on the cell phone. (laughs) Wow. I don't know. I'm very uncomfortable right now. Yeah, I am too. Is this the part where we talk about blue chew or can we wait and do it later? Uh well
1: I think we should wait and do it later. Thank God. <laughs> okay.
0: I needed that.
1: Huh. After that We are let's... gonna be talking about Blue Chew because we have another week with our friends at Blue Chew at here come
0: I don't need any blue chew anymore. Major no guns sir, buddy here. let me jump on Twitter and see what she's up to.
1: Okay. Tyleen Buck and Elix Skipper.
0: Oh, your favorite, one of, one of your favorite moments in the history of the show,
1: (laughs) let's take a look last night. Uh, let's see the two by four to the midsection and Ernest, the cat Miller covers him one, two, three. I don't even know the storyline, but it was on thunder. So it couldn't have been too important.
0: I, uh, wow. I hadn't seen this Twitter in a while. There's a lot going on over here.
1: Well, with, uh, Tyleen.
0: Yeah. Things are getting a little hairy. If you know what I mean? (laughs) Really? Wow. I I, I don't even know. I got to get off this. (laughs) Hey, well, guess what Conrad? If you want to get off that, here's something you can get on. If I could be serious for a moment, I want to tell all of our listeners about Blue Chew, you don't have to go to Calgary, Alberta, Canada, to get a hashtag super hard dick. In fact, I'll send the super hard dick direct to you. With $5 shipping, you can get a hashtag super hard dick at least one time in your life. Thanks to our friends at Blue Chew. Hacksaw Jim Duggan's going to come out here in a little while, tell you about his super hard wood. But I have it on good authority that his super hard wood is nothing compared to the hardwood I'm sporting, thanks to Blue Chew. Tell them all about it, Shivoni. BlueChew.com
1: will give you a hard dick. Use promo code WHW for five dollars shipping. A hashtag, it's super hard on, on even if you're from Canada. B-L-U-E-C-H-E-W Promo code W-H-W. BlueChew.com. Get a hard dick. BlueChew.com. Be just like Conrad on his honeymoon, bluechew.com promo code W H W.
0: That's the best commercial we've ever done.
1: I think it is, and that was to old O Canada.
2: No, no,
0: I got it. I just I've never actually heard you do it.
1: Okay
2: me and
1: Mrs. Jones, Mrs. Jones, man. You wouldn't need any blue chew with her either, buddy.
0: By the way, let me just step out and say that Ernest, the cat Miller was lined up and ready to be our very special guest in Atlanta. I talked to him at Wrestlecade, talked about it, lined it up. Couldn't wait to be there. And then two days before the show, I said, Hey, Tony, here's Ernest's number. Give him a call and give him the details of when you need him there and what you want him to do. He'd be proud to join us. And then I show up to the building and say, Hey, Tony, what time is Ernest going to be here? And you said, Somebody called my mom. I forgot to call him. So if you came to see us and wondered who was our special guest, well, it's supposed to be Ernest the Cat Miller, but Tony, in typical fashion, Shivani.
1: Yeah, it ended up being Gary Jester, and he put everybody to sleep. <sighs> he got the JJ villain. No,
0: he's in a bad spot, he's with an active company wasn't going to get on there and, right. tell, and, and be silly with us. And I,
1: I but we it. did a, we did a great job. Didn't you think of putting over ring of honor and.
0: Oh yeah. And and how about this? Yeah. We put it over for good reason. I mean, this past weekend they had final battle and yeah. what a show that was. I never miss a ring of honor pay-per-view. I, I watch them all. Really? And I watch them on the fight app. Come on. The fight TV app. Oh, you've it's heard
1: about also it. a place that if you want to go back and relive StarCast, you can a la carte. Am I correct?
0: That is not rumor and innuendo. That is 100% Truzio.
1: Yes, sir. man. Yeah. And I, I went to fight.tv, the website, and I looked at it and I think, man, they got a lot of stuff. They got MLW.
0: Yeah. You can watch tons man. of free wrestling on MLW. Yeah. I mean, not MLW, but fight.tv. By the way, yeah. how excited are you? All the big stuff going on with MLW right now.
1: Yeah, we uh, just finished up a live show on BN Sports, uh, and uh, BN wanted to do a, a little mini documentary on me. And I'm thinking, what the fuck you want to do a, a mini documentary on me for? You're kind of a big deal, you motherfucker. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm a gimmick. I'm a big deal when I take Blue Chew.
0: Well, here we go. Lance Storm, Ernest the Cat Miller, your referee, Mr. Slick Johnson. That's fair. Yikes. If you need a Slick Johnson, you can <laughs> never mind.
1: <laughs> she just uh she's just coming all out of that little red uniform she got there well
0: she's all the way out on twitter let me just tell you okay what's that twitter again here i got i gotta
1: i gotta come up with this now i gotta all right. what's her handle <laughs>
0: come on oh, come on she want me to see it seriously okay i'll just do a search it's at the Tylene Buck. You need to clear your browser history after though, because Lois is going to be after that ass. Lois
1: doesn't know, know how to use a, a
0: computer. Oh, as long as I'm on Facebook, you're probably okay. That's right. Don't tag Tony and then nudie pictures on Facebook. It'll get him in trouble.
1: There she is. Hey, sw- oh my God. Hey, sweetie. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm okay. I get
1: it. Yeah. You know, Tylene has aged quite well. Hasn't she? Yeah. Yikes. That'll make you want to stand up and salute the flag.
0: Oh, Canada. (laughs) By the way, this is a, this is a good match to me. Uh, A good match. Oh, there's a match going on. Yeah. Okay. What what I'm talking about is Lance storm is probably one of the best fundamental wrestlers ever. Uh, obviously at this point in his career, one of the greatest trainers in the biz, and you've got him in there with, you know, a guy who has a ton of charisma, but he's still relatively new in his in-ring career. And if you're going to have a a new guy like this, I mean, why not put him with somebody who can do a match in his sleep, like Lance storm and we're teasing a cat fight here. The guys are going to intervene. Boy, those shorts are painted on.
3: Hmm.
1: And on her Twitter account, they're painted off.
0: I don't know what's going on right now, but I know that I, the cameraman is really having a good time with this. Is this Jackie Crockett? Got to be.
1: Yeah, I would think so. Jackie says, I got this shot.
0: Yeah. No, I'll take care of it, boss. I'll get back there. No problem. <laughs> hmm. There's the Elix Skipper. What do you reckon yes, he's sir. doing these days?
1: I have no idea what Elix is doing these days, but uh, I'm sure that. He is in the food service industry somewhere in Douglasville, Georgia. Because everybody's got to have something to do. Scott Steiner's in the food service industry and doing quite well, I might add. So there's nothing wrong with being in the food service industry.
0: Who said there was? Why are you getting weird right now? I'm not getting weird.
1: I'm not getting weird. I just don't want people to think that when we say food service industry, it means that it's a downer that you have... going downhill you have it
0: there's a whole bunch of people who just i don't get that they they sort of shit on wrestlers when they get out of the wrestling business and go get a real fucking job like everybody listening to this show like what what is that dude like right this is a i mean realistically how many how many baseball players are playing at 60 exactly they go do something else and and that's what these guys a lot of these guys have done and good for them yeah.
1: And if you think about Elix Skipper, he was not a major star. No. So he did not make Hulk Hogan slash Ric Flair macho man money.
0: No, but even if he did, everybody needs a sense of accomplishment and achievement and wants to go to work and do something. I mean, what are you supposed to do? Just lounge around and do fucking nothing forever? No.
1: Well, guess what? Had I made Ric Flair, Hulk Hogan money, that's what I'd be doing. No. Lounging around. Oh, yeah. Nothing.
0: Well, you, Shivani. I mean, You had one job text. Ernest Miller couldn't do it required. No effort. (laughs) Couldn't do it,
1: but yeah, you'd probably, I forgot. It's not that I couldn't do it. It's not that I didn't want to do it. It's that I forgot.
0: You just Kevin Nash, right? Just start working out. Is that what it is? (laughs) No, I mean, listen, seriously, that's how Kevin Nash, like he didn't have He'll tell you, you know, I look great. I don't have anything to do. I don't have a job. So I just wake up and go to the gym and now I look like this. Well, that's it. Me and you, on the other hand, we do not look like that, but we also have 43 jobs.
1: <laughs> yes, we do. Uh, Elix going to get his blows in, man.
0: I love both of these guys. Elix Skipper walking across the top of the cage, and TNA something I'll never forget. And every time Ernest Miller came out, I knew he was going to be entertaining. Yeah. Did he did Ernest do anything with TNA? Yeah. He had a good run with Christopher Daniels. Uh, they were tag champs on and off for what felt like forever. Okay. He didn't just go one time and quit and never come back like he did.
1: Mm-hmm. I understand that. Well, I like that three times into the safety rail. Whoa. Very good. Good spot. I like that. That was a, that was a cool spot. Oh, well, there's another one. You know, Tylene lands on that drop kick. She's not going to hurt herself. She lands front
0: side. She might hurt herself. I mean, no. people pop those things. I've, I've got, I've got a relative of mine who's popped them twice.
1: Okay. Was it her own or did somebody there? You got a relative who's popped somebody else's.
0: No, she popped her own. Okay. Twice. Yeah. You probably read about it.
3: Hmm.
1: Yeah. Gotcha.
0: Well, who'd you I think I was talking about? What the fuck?
1: Well, I don't know. I mean, I, there, there could be a lot of your relatives in Alabama who've got them. I don't, I don't know.
0: How are they popping them unless they're doing moonsaults and shit? Well, I don't, you could get
1: drunk and you could fall face first on a concrete in the parking whoa. lot. JR, didn't pop pop an,
0: JR did not pop an implant. Shut your mouth. Stop <laughs> being like that. He got drunk and fell the old fashioned way and his okay. face broke the fall, but do no, you, implants were harmed and JR's fallen.
1: Do you think? He had this one, one, two and the catch. Oh no, I got a two count. Do you think that the only way to pop a boob is to drop, is to take a bump?
0: No, I'm sure there's other ways. I mean, how do you think it happens? Take a, take a bump in the wrestling ring. Well, you could have had a friend
1: of yours. I mean, a friend you guys were going to the comedy club there in Huntsville. And you said, Hey, how you doing? Good to see you. And she took about too many drinks and took a, a tumble and fell in the parking lot. Oh,
0: Hacksaw's out there rocking his Tommy Hilfiger jeans. Not exactly sure what to do with that hard wood, but you'll know once you go to (laughs) bluechew.com and here he comes. Ernest is crotch chopping and Hacksaw could not hit Ernest with the two by four. Instead, just clubs him. That sets up the single leg (laughs) and there's your finish.
1: Yeah. Ernest tapped out before he put the move on.
0: Which is great.
1: It is. As soon as he got, as soon as he flipped him over, one he's tapping. Okay. It's over. And Doug and say, Oh, what did I do, man? What did I do?
0: Do you remember this? Come meme? on in.
1: Just, you... we'll give you a little Golly. sniff of Eileen there or Tyleen there. What'd you say? Come on, Eileen. <laughs> Come on. Oh, they, uh, motherfucking backstabbing motherfuckers. Jeez. What the fuck? Come on. Somebody come to his aid. He'll bring, bring Jeff, Jarrett out. He's gotta be everywhere. Come on, Jarrett.
0: I like that. Tylean's only direction for this was mm-hmm. we're almost nothing and stand with your ass poked out. <laughs> oh my God. Can you imagine if you or <laughs> I got thrown over the top rope and fell on our hip, the way Lance storm just did. Oh man. That'd be it for us. Yep. What happened when Tony went into the rest home,
1: <laughs> which, which, uh, may not be too much longer.
0: I figured that's what you were doing upstairs. By the way, a ton of our listeners are tweeting me worried about you wondering if you and Lois have broken up and now you live in an efficiency apartment because you finished your podcast room in your house and right. people see it and are just waiting on like a Murphy bed to come out of the wall in the background. <laughs> And I'm like, no, that's at the top of his mansion he's owned for decades.
1: Well, no, but I tell you what, it, me and bug come up here and we're the
0: only ones allowed. That's not true. I've seen the kids check out Mike. Awesome. That seventies guy in an ambulance. Oh my God. What's buff Bagwell saying right here.
1: Holy. I just want to say a couple of things. That was not my dick that you may have seen on video. I do not have a baby sized dick. And I would never, never have sex with a woman that old. I know Tony Schiavone is the only one to have sex with women that old, but not me. I went to Starcast and everybody said, Show us your small baby dick. I said no, not not all. Because I am, as you probably know by now, I'm the goddamn lackey for Scott Steiner. And I'm also holding the microphone and I'm talking to K Dog. I'm talking to very good looking young Ray Mysterio Jr. All live tigress and Billy fucking fucking Billy, fuck you, fuck you for you. You're telling us that you really. You wait a minute. You, I, I want to talk to to, to Silverman here. K Dog looking all all the way live, right?
0: I mean, how about K Dog's earrings right here? Are they kind are-
1: of look got a movie star look to him, doesn't he?
0: Well, he was. I mean, he was in all kinds of television shows and soap operas and. He was Mexico's Hulk Hogan once upon a time. Yeah. He he had a Ferrari at a very young age, all from the wrestling business. Uh, do what? He drove a Ferrari as a Ute all from the wrestling business.
1: Huh? God. Rhino
0: big Vito. Did you just say Rhino? That's not Rhino. Rhino. It's Reno Reno. Okay. Reno. There's above average. Mike Sanders cutting a promo in the back, by the way. I really wish we would have seen above average Mike Sanders in WWE. I think he yeah. would have been entertaining there or an ECW. He was like WCW, Steve Carino from a promo standpoint.
1: He was very good. He was, he was very entertaining. And, uh, he was at least above average. He was above average. And this is for the world. Hardcore title. Oh, mag. Oh man. Terry funk coming up here, guys.
0: Crowbar and Daphne. Daphne Crowbar. Crowbar dressed like an absolute asshole. <laughs> he's got one of those uh kangoo hats on that only Samuel L. Jackson should be allowed to wear. A fucking white belt that would make Jay Z jealous. The most ridiculous chain that's just a giant money symbol that looks like something you would wear, not ironically, just legitimately. And then he's tucking his shirt in like he's fucking Eric Bischoff. And there he <laughs> is, the funker. That's how you start a hardcore match. Let's break out a damn fire extinguisher. This is really <laughs> happening. It's pandemonium in <laughs> my house. All the dogs are fired up about it.
1: That they are. Uh, I, I wasn't sure if that was a dog barking or Daphne screaming at, at first. Oh,
0: apparently the dogs are not Terry funk fans. I don't know what's going on.
1: Yeah, no, they're really pissed off now. And the referee said, ring the bell. Yeah. There's some bells being rung here, ref.
0: Yeah. You ever say a guy get CTE in real time? There it goes <laughs> back before we knew anything about any of that stuff. I think that's Johnny Boone, the referee one, two, two count. Maybe not. I'm
1: not so sure who that is.
0: Can you believe Terry Funk is doing this? Oh, by the way, I guess how old Terry Funk is here.
1: Uh, Terry Funk would be in his mid fifties there.
0: Well, look at you figuring things out. I'm proud of you. Yeah. Uh, thank you. Uh, Terry Funk,
1: he, 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 must not be able to walk in 2018.
0: I don't know how many people have actually seen him. I don't know. By the way, Terry Funk here is 56 and okay. the, under, the undertaker today is 53.
1: Wow. I just can't imagine a, a Terry Funk after all the stuff, you know, they, they said uh, the, the word on Terry Funk was by this time. Doctors had told him that all the cartilage in his knees were gone.
0: Yeah, you can actually see a video of that. He, he on the movie Beyond the Mat. He goes to the doctor and they show the x rays of his knees on the video.
1: Right. It's just bone on bone, right? It's crazy. It is. And he just kept on going. Kept on going. You ever
0: <laughs> you ever seen a grown man cut a promo on a dog? <laughs> no. You're about to okay. <laughs> see, normally when we tape, I'll have a tag team partner here who keeps everything corralled, right. but you and I are having to tape early today. Right. So the tag team partner is not here. So I can't give uh-huh. anyone the hot tag or send the k text message. I'm fixing to have to just shoot on dogs. <laughs> you were shot on a dog before.
1: Uh, yeah. I mean, I've, I've told bug I've wagged my finger at him, said he, you need to behave.
0: I'll tell you this, when I get, by the end of this episode, I'm going to be sponsored by Jimmy's famous seafood because Pete is going to be after my ass.
3: <laughs> look
1: at, look at fuck holding on. Is he going to take a bump off the truck? He's of teasing, course
0: he is. Falling out of a U-Haul.
3: Here crowbar it is. in a spot. <laughs> Boom.
0: Hip tosses crowbar through a table filled with cables. Oh, this is the cable table. Yes, of course. Where hey,
1: did the did where did Crowbar go after this?
0: Uh he wrestled everywhere. Did he? Hey. Yeah. don't shut the fuck up. <laughs> trying to do business and whatnot. Yeah, tell him we got Terry Funk on
1: TV right now.
0: Hey, come here. You gonna see Terry Funk? Come here. He's gonna wrap you in barbed wire and shit if you're not careful. He has a fire extinguisher. I don't hey he's got a y'all. car door. He's got a hubcap. <laughs> oh my gosh. What is what are they doing to Terry Funk
1: here? Oh <laughs> uh, he had a car door and a hubcap, which you know, you always do have a car door and a hubcap in the backstage area in a wrestling show.
0: This feels like it's a wrestling video game more than an actual yeah. wrestling match. Because you're picking up car doors. That feels like something that a claim would have thought of.
1: Well, you know, back then it was EA Sports and EA Sports did have a hardcore version where you could pick up items in the back.
0: By the way, if that door that he just threw, and of course, Oh, he, what, what are they doing? (laughs) He slammed his head in the metal door.
1: They had, they had to gimmick that door.
0: I don't know. It's Terry funk, man. He may have said, go ahead and slam it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Nothing like a nut shot to
1: turn the tide.
0: Yeah. By the way, I'm sure if you, if he really did hit him in the head, then that was a very real dick shot. Like if you, <laughs> I gonna do it Here to you go. motherfucker. Here we go. Look at, shunk. <laughs> oh, you can see the stopper at the bottom and they got a wide shot. That was corny. You, really? I didn't see the stopper. Oh, it's there. Okay. The it looked good to me, man. Oh, it did until they panned down. Yeah. Then I was like, womp, womp, womp. well, you know what? This has been kind of a fun pay-per-view so far. No, it is. You know, I mean. Listen, I love Lance Storm, and, and I love the cat. The first match was absolutely outstanding, even though it only got two stars. This one only gets one star, but it's hmm. still fun for what it is, yeah. you know.
1: Yeah, and you, you got to wonder what what what's your what's your stars? What are your stars based on?
0: Oh, unprotected chair shot. Nobody needs that.
1: Yeah, why give that? You give a guy an unprotected sh- it's kind of like, you know, unprotected sex. But if you whoa, give a guy whoa, an unprotected whoa. chair don't, shot don't,
0: don't disparage unprotected sex on here. I won't cuss on that. Okay, here we go. A second chair shot. By the way, what they're mimicking here, with Crowbar being handcuffed and taking these chair shots is the uh, Royal Rumble '99 match with Mankind and the Rock. And that's the third one, and Funk crowned him that time, so he leaves the chair on, wraps around his head. Down goes crowbar handcuffed. And now he's dragging a car door over to him.
1: Wait a minute. They were, they were mimicking mankind in the rock here.
0: Yeah. The whole, uh, let's handcuff him and then hit him with chairs. They did that in WWF to a, a sickening degree, hmm. almost two years prior to this. Okay. And I mean, really they're hitting each other with a car door, like a, yeah, a they are, fucking right? and, car door.
1: Not only that, I, uh, it's, there's it's really, a lot of people in production, Conrad, who never. And a lot of people in wrestling, put it that way, that were backstage who didn't like a match to have a lot of the backstage. They'd like match to stay in the ring for the fans who
0: paid to come the fans see who
1: paid their ticket Yeah, uh, and I get that, but you know, it's a TV show first. So I, I never doubt, kind of scratched my head when people said, well, the fans in the, in the arena, they had to watch on the big screen. They were pissed off. And I say, well, we, you know, fuck that. We got people on TV. It's a TV show. Right. But there was a lot of people who didn't like that. And here's another, whoa, unprotected chair shot. Nobody can scream like Daphne could. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> A little bit of overselling there. Nothing wrong with that.
0: By the way, we keep calling this a car door. It's actually a door off an old Ford pickup.
1: Okay. Yeah. I want to make sure we got Terry that Funk right.
0: Slid a table out. And when yeah. he did, I think he accidentally broke the table just by sliding <laughs> it out. How much money do you think has been spent on tables that just got broken in throughout time and wrestling?
1: Okay. Let's say each table is thirty dollars.
0: Oh, they're more than that. They're probably eighty or a hundred. Right, eighty or a hundred dollars. Take that times a thousand. Oh, more than a thousand. All right,
1: uh, twenty thousand.
0: Uh it may be closer to accurate. Okay, so if
1: you take, yeah, pull him off. He's still going go on the table, guys. <laughs> Don't you worry about that. He's still going go on the table. You take. Uh,
0: it's two million dollars, Tony. Two. Okay, thank you. <laughs>
1: I should have known. The mortgage guy. Can- Add that up and he said just like that.
0: Oh well, goddamn you add two zeros. <laughs> <laughs> really? Is that how you do it? Yeah. Uh, it's twenty thousand <laughs> times a hundred. Well what okay. do I do? Uh carry the one no, add two zeros. What do you do? <laughs> okay.
1: okay, thank you. <laughs> By the way, being a mortgage guy that you are, yeah. we're getting we're <laughs> we're getting uh new windows put on the entire house.
0: Oh, that's great. Doesn't affect your value at all. <laughs> it doesn't. Not, one penny. Not one penny. It'll affect the marketability of your house if you were yeah. to like list it. So I would right. say it's new windows, but no, doesn't doesn't. If you go get an appraisal and you say, "Oh, I got a new window," no, doesn't matter.
3: Okay.
1: Well, we've uh we've been in this house almost thirty years. We've never had new windows, so we thought we should get them.
0: You probably have wooden windows, right? Right. Yeah, you got to get rid of that shit. Are you ever going to sell your house? Or are you going to die there? You think I'm going to die here? Oh, cool.
1: Yeah. Think Lois wants to sell it, but she's got to clean it. So she's not that thrilled about selling it after I told her, well, you got to fucking clean it to sell it.
0: So, I mean, I could help you sell it without her cleaning it. You just make less money. <laughs> if you're, da- if you're down for that, let me know. And I'll, I'll get your house sold for you in like two hours.
1: <laughs> no, I I'm, want I'm to die here. I've, Put too much effort into the bat cave here. And it
0: was Daphne with a chair. And oh, he kicked out. How much longer do that? you think he got since we're talking about you, Don? Uh,
1: I have less than 20 years.
0: Hypothetically speaking, can I go ahead? I'll and never get, make the 80s. Can I get you to go ahead and uh, put that six man belt in the wheel to me? <laughs> Should it ever be turned up?
1: I'll, I'll will it to you. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, my partner, my buddy conrad I, I i was hoping you'd say no you'll live a long time you know we're we're gonna be doing this show for a long time and the only thing you said was can i get the six-man belt
0: well i mean you've been promising it to me forever and i know i well, won't get it as long as you're alive but if you go ahead and fucking die i got a shot <laughs> okay.
1: daphne crying when she heard i was gonna die
0: by the way you're not gonna die
1: two three long and that's it the
0: win, he's never gonna die we sure hope there- not
1: yeah. If he, if he hadn't died yet, he's going to live forever, man. How did we get on this? You dying thing.
0: Oh, I asked if you were going to die there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's uh, my fault. Well, you know, when you're this age, you just think that every day is a blessing.
0: Have you picked the hole in the ground you're going in yet? I'm not going to, I'm not going to get buried. Oh, you're going to be cremated. Do we talk going about to be this.
1: cremated and they're going to dump me, uh,
0: in Medusa. I mean, uh, <laughs> in the ocean, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Don't be Oh man, crowbar oh, over Lord. the
1: top! Oh That's Deborah, fun. I'm sorry that? for that. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> Don't be this.
1: Why was that funny? Where do we come up with that shit?
0: Where do we? Where did you, motherfucker? Seriously, I had a conversation about the cremation with Lois once. You, you did, did she tell you about that? No. No, I don't know how it came up, but Yeah. That's what she said, that she wanted you to be cremated and I said, Where are you gonna put the ashes? And she had like a whole plan. Oh, good for her. Said she was gonna uh, put some of it in um like a Wendy's chili. <laughs> that was my reaction too. I'm like, what are you talking about? A Wendy's chili. <laughs> yeah. No, bullshit. First of all, I didn't even know that Wendy still had chili. If I'm honest, but yeah, she said she was going to put it in like a Wendy's chili. God, and I asked her why. And she said, so Tony can tear this ass up one last time. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs>
1: That's a horrible joke.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh. oh God.
0: So, uh, you're going to do Tylene Buck here.
1: Yeah. Well, uh, so let me t- let me know Tylene. Uh tell us about your Twitter site. Can guys go and jack off there? Oh get away from me. Oh (laughs) Speaking of Jack Offs.
0: Oh, by the way, those trunks and those knee pads wound up on a cable television show like five years ago called Hardcore Pawn, based out of uh Michigan. Yeah. Where Lex Luger pawned two robes or sold two robes and that those pair of trunks and knee pads. he's got brass knuckles in his bag, which is totally illegal. Yeah, I know. I have brass knuckles, by the way, if you'd like to see them sometime. Well, uh, why would you have brass knuckles? Somebody gave them to me. I'm not even really sure why I have them. Uh, huh. I just do. I guess they were like, Hey, you're not supposed to have these. These are cool. So I have to find them, but I do have them somewhere.
1: Hmm. Well, maybe I could come over there to see you someday and I could, uh, could borrow them and I could go to some other place in Alabama and use them.
0: Yeah. Why not?
1: Yeah. Okay. Uh, Reno and big veto.
0: By the way, I got tagged. I got tag team partner help now.
1: Okay, great. I'm glad.
0: No more run-ins. All right. So yeah. this is big veto
1: and Reno against chronic. And of course, the beautiful Marie, who I've, I think we've uh, had a show on here before, where we've established that she is Big Vito's sister. Correct.
0: I also like to mention that Big Vito has a podcast. Did you know that? Really?
1: What's the name of the podcast?
0: Uh, well, I know that his Twitter handle is at the Big Vito Brand. He's a part of Vince Russo's The Brand.
1: Oh, okay. And I'm, and I'm
0: pretty sure that it's just called Big Vito Brand. Hmm. And if you're interested, so maybe you is it
1: one them. that Matt Kuhn is doing with him too? I you know,
0: no. Okay, no. I don't think I don't think Big Vito has any time or patience or tolerance.
1: Yeah, I would agree with that. Now I don't get the spotlights here. Is that how we always brought in Chronic with spotlights, or did the lights go out? You know, with us, could, the lights have, could, could have gone out. Now, there they come back on. That's exactly what happened. The lights went out temporarily and they came back on. Jesus. How stupid you, boy, Marie looked good. Didn't she? Are you still with me?
0: Yeah. You're a big Marie fan. You keep putting. Yeah. I just, here.
1: uh, you just didn't, um,
0: chronic well, here, yeah, like, I think was, um, I don't know. It feels like they're a, a tag team from a different era. Like if they were a tag team in like the WWF in 1989 on un- unbelievable.
1: Yeah. They'd have been big stars. You're right. Yeah.
0: But here, I don't know. I think, I don't know. Just feels out of place. It was like a different right. time or place.
1: And, and they could have even, let's say they could have even been in back when the road warriors started, right? They would have been big stars. Don't you think? the size of them and, you know, just big and mammoth and gigantic. And yeah, I agree. Wrong timing. You know, for some reason, one, two, there's some reason, uh, the mafia kick that big Vito used, uh, a lot of fans still remember that. I went to a basketball game a couple of years ago. And someone said, hey, Shivani. I said, what? He said, mafia kick. <laughs> what the fuck? That was random. What's the deal with that? It's uh, what? A mafia kick?
0: Like, why are people yelling at you? I I don't know.
1: I guess because they listen to, what
0: happened when? Oh, it's been since then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. I thought you were talking about like way back in the day.
1: No, 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 no. Yeah, just recently, the last couple of years. So you, someone, you, well, someone yelled mafia kick, and I'm thinking, wow, you don't remember Big Vito, but you remember the mafia kick. And I'm thinking, well, maybe the announcer did a good job of putting that shit over.
0: Well, because he's not the only person who's had a kick like that. Like, you, you even used to call one the Yakuza kick.
1: Hmm. But the mafia kick, they remembered. Mm.
0: What's wrong with you? I
1: don't know. Not... Chop's not too good, but Vito doing a good job of selling it. Selling my friend is a lost art and even been even lost even more now. You think so? Oh yeah. You don't have to sell anymore. Hell, you really get hurt? The crazy shit they do.
0: Man, I feel like you're being really negative today. I,
1: I'm not negative. I'm I'm just trying to I'm just Well, maybe I'm negative.
0: Yeah. Maybe you are.
1: Mm, Maybe so. I just, just, it just amazes me how many people get hurting anymore in wrestling and you don't have to get hurt. How many great matches through the years did people not get hurt?
0: Well, you're acting like they get hurt every time they don't. Well, a lot of people get
1: hurt. I mean, more now than usual. They they just do too many crazy things now.
0: In fairness, Cody Rhodes hurt his knee. You know how he hurt his knee? How? Throwing t-shirts to the crowd.
1: (laughs) Well, you know, that's a fluke, but diving through a table, going off of a ladder to a table, going headfirst into a safety rail, doing a, a suicide dive, uh, Those things now are just things that, you know, I mean, we're doing high spots for the sake of high spots. What's Reno doing here?
0: Oh, I guess they were
1: talking to Marie.
0: One of my favorite chronic things is they had a little phrase they used, uh, breaking necks and cashing checks.
1: Mm, You like that, huh?
0: I did. By the way, this only gets one star. Yeah. It's, it's, it's the worst match on the show so far.
1: Yeah, I agree. Up until here, I, I, this time I thought this match was, the show was pretty good, but now it kind of slowed down. And I would imagine that Luger and Goldberg's not going to be too good either. No. I mean, I can see that coming. No. Without seeing it coming. Really? <laughs> oh, There's not a bad clothesline by Vito. One, two, and a two count. What does big Vito talk about on his podcast, by the way? Do you know,
0: nobody knows, nobody knows. I was just telling you, he's got one. It's up to you to listen to the
1: motherfucker. Yeah. I don't, I don't listen to other podcasts.
0: No, I know. He barely even participate in hours. So <laughs> one, two got a
1: two count. Well, some bitch, I participate in this a lot.
0: No, I'm just saying like, you know, I had a gas lined up and you just had to text. Okay. One time. Okay. Well, you know, had the, a guest the, lined up one time. Then there was the time I had a wedding. You know, I went to your fucking daughter's wedding. You didn't come to mine. Well, and and it was because of a fucking Georgia football game where at the end of the year you just got your shit pushed in by Alabama anyway. Hey, what are y'all in like the monarchy Tire Bowl or what are y'all no, doing? No, we're now? we're in the Sugar Bowl. Oh, no. Uh,
1: let me rephrase that. We're in the Sugar Bowl, motherfucker. Never heard of it. 1 2 You should have heard of it because Alabama lost to Utah in the Sugar Bowl a couple of
0: years back. No, many, many, many years ago. Get your shit together. No. no, it wasn't
1: many, 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 many years ago.
0: What year was it? Do you think smarty? Okay. It was probably Ten years ago. It oh, 2009. Eight. It was yeah. 10 years is many, many. It was January 2nd, 2009. Many, many.
1: Natural born thrillers coming out.
0: Oh my God. <laughs> Look at this group. <laughs> Looked like Stasiak is like, uh, How about Opie, your referee? <laughs> Seriously. It's like if Charles Robinson hooked up yeah. with a ginger.
1: Hey, that's right. Had a red wig on or something. I don't even remember this kid's name. was a referee.
0: Opie.
1: Opie. Okay. <laughs> Did you ever see Opie when he was in the music man? You ever heard the song, Oh, the Wells Fargo wagon is a coming down the street. No. Okay. He was in the, uh, the
0: movie when he was a wee little kid, man. That's a real yeah. cool story. I really appreciate that. I know our listeners okay. do too.
1: I'm sure they do Tried to pick him up for double DDT and wow.
0: By the way, uh, hmm. funny man, Ron Funches listens to our show. I did not know that. He heard me do an impression of him last week and uh I got a DM. So really he, he said stop that. No, no. He didn't say that, but I'm ready for the receipt now.
1: <laughs> oh I, well I, we had a lot of fun with Ron and at, at Starcast, didn't we?
0: Oh absolutely. Tremendous. He is, as oh. you would say, tremendous. He is tremendous without question. <laughs> Thank
1: you very much. Isn't it? is not theres there a shirt without question at box of com now? There, there is.
0: There's is, There's basically a shirt for everything we say at box of com, and soon to be over at lowestrules.com. I think they're, uh, they're adding some stuff for us too. Wow. By the way, I, uh, I got to spend a lot of time with your close personal friend, Cody Rhodes, when I was over in the UK. Yeah. He introduced me to, uh, a chicken place called Nando's. You ever have Nando's before?
1: No, that's the Nando's in the UK. Yeah.
0: It's a chicken okay. joint and it's legit. You'd love it. It's a, it's a Shavani type of place.
1: A Shavani type of place. Yeah. I don't even want to ask what
0: I, that I was entails, just, I was what does that it entail? It's good. Well, it's just chicken and it's good. I'm sorry. I'll be quiet. Tell us more about Ron Howard as a youth and all of his movie credentials. <laughs> By the way, chronic is just absolutely, uh, lay in the wood, the veto here and Reno's in on it and Marie's got to watch it all.
3: Mm.
1: Well, wow.
0: look, like you're a big Marie fan.
1: Oh yeah. She's, uh, she's actually, Marie, she's absolutely gorgeous, but she reminds me a lot of my cousins
0: I grew oh. up with. What What are you doing right now? <laughs> she does. Oh, she's so hot. She looks like my cousin. (laughs) Could you be from from, from fucking West Virginia anymore?
1: (laughs) No. A lot of my Italian cousins look like Marie.
0: You just talked about how hot she was. Well, I mean,
1: you you don't think there's people in your family that are beautiful. They consider beautiful.
0: No. No. (laughs) What? What is everybody in your family ugly? Well, they're my family. So, you know, I'm not talking about how hot they are. Okay. Fucking weirdo.
1: Oh. I'm not I'm not a weirdo. I'm just trying to be honest here.
0: No, you're fucking weird. That's what you are. (laughs) I'm not. You don't know what you are. (laughs) Well, neither do you. You don't know what I am. Get Lois on the on the horn. I'll tell her. I'll we'll talk about what you are. (laughs) Chronic up and down with Vito. Hmm. Brian Adams no longer with us. Brian Clark is. Mike Sanders tried his hand at stand up comedy for a little bit.
1: Hmm. Well, maybe we ought to have him as a special guest when we go on tour next.
0: I can't wait for you to forget to message him. He's all the way over in Smyrna.
1: (laughs) Send me his number. Hey, so here I am. Here's what I like about you two guys. There's no more fucking Evan courageous. Now, both of you guys went up and you grabbed the uh, contract. My question is, uh, uh, which one of you two motherfuckers are going to wrestle uh Chavito for the cruiserweight championship. Uh the good news is it's not gonna be Evan Courageous, and I think we all can celebrate that. Isn't that right, Shane Helms?
0: That's right, Mean Gene. Because you see, my friend here Shannon Moore, we're about to disappear into relative obscurity in just three months. But thankfully I will come back and beat up Buff Bagwell's ass behind the scenes, and that will get me signed to the main roster.
1: Now, hold on, wait a minute, hold on, wait a minute. Is this guy over here, Shannon Moore, is this a girl? I'm going to suggest, that you spike up your hair. I'm going to suggest you get some tattoos, you get some piercing to so start looking like a guy because you way too pretty. you way too pretty to be a wrestler, okay? And I am the cruiserweight champion, you know what I'm saying? They may say I've been in Eddie Guerrero's background, but it's stand in the back of it with Eddie. But does Eddie have, oh, what the fuck, is the fuck up? oh, wow. Motherfucking, you can't fucking trust a fucking Guerrero. You know that? I still say you're too pretty to be a guy. I say you need to spike up your hair. You need to put tattoos on, get some piercing, and get the fuck away from me. What are we doing with Buff Bagwell? Were we that that hard up that we had to have Buff Bagwell be one of our stick men? Yes. (laughs) Thank you for answering that. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs)
0: <laughs> fucking lash LaRue. Lash who I've LaRue. talked to, believe it or not, this year, cartoonist living in Cassio's old stop at grounds down in Edwaw County, Alabama. I think he's involved with a, uh, a youth program at one of the area churches. Meanwhile, this guy cutting a promo right now, not involved in any churches.
1: No. And a guy who I, from what I understand, got a ton of heat as a trainer. A ton of heat. I'm sure you. Heard those stories.
0: I was, I was being smart ass about the, uh, churches. Hmm. He had a, he had a family tragedy. I'm sure he's got a new look on all that.
1: Bill DeMott had a family tragedy.
0: Yeah. Okay. Bam, bam, Bigelow on his way to the ring. I mean, I guess since we talked about it, I should just tell you, I think, uh, Bill DeMott's daughter died in a car wreck. Recently. Really? Yeah. Hmm.
1: I'm sorry to hear that. I really am. So now we're going to have a, uh, this is going to be an ambulance match. Yeah. Which the idea is to beat up somebody and stick them in an ambulance to win the match.
0: Which really is pretty helpful. If you think about it, like if you're yeah. going to, if you're going to get beat up and you're already in the ambulance, you're halfway to, to help, you
1: know? Right. So it, it it's, I, you're, you're right. It's, it's, it's a very humane way to have a hardcore match. Look at that.
0: And you, by the way, can you believe that both of these guys are no longer with us?
1: Wow. Yeah. That's. Mike awesome. You
0: know, we've, we've done
1: some Mike awesome matches. Uh, ECW. He was, uh,
0: he was the man. In ECW. Yeah. Look at that Brady
1: bunch. Look, what's it going to bring out? Here comes the ambulance. already broke the neck of one of the, uh, and St. Cloud, he's taking his pants down. <laughs> I don't think we need to see him take his pants
0: off. Look, he looks like a real wrestler again.
1: Yeah, how about that?
0: No more that 70s guy gimmick. He's back to regular Mike Awesome. Both of these guys, former ECW World Champions.
1: Yeah, it just shows you how much I didn't watch the other guys. I didn't know anything at all about Mike Awesome and ECW. I've learned more about Mike Awesome and ECW by watching these matches with you than I than I ever did back in the day.
0: Can I just mention I, that um we should try to get Mike Sanders to come to our Huntsville get together for our patrons? You want to? Well, here's why. Okay. I don't know that you know this or not, but Mike Sanders owns Roll speed media, a talent solutions company that represents actors in Atlanta, but that's not why I want to bring him. I want to bring him because he also owns the party paramedic, a DJ and entertainment company for weddings, parties, corporate events, and trade shows. Hmm. And I feel like if we had the party paramedic come, I mean, that that's the kind of party you, or you probably want to instead get Tylene Buck to come visit, huh? Well, that wouldn't
1: be a bad idea. We could get them both.
0: And we could go, we could get on over to Cowboys dot com.
1: Why, why would you bring up Cowboys or angels for angels.com?
0: Well, because I thought we could, you know, you said buff back. Well, blah, blah,
1: blah. Well, I, yeah, but I mean, yeah, but why would we want them there? Tylene Buck. I get it. We could even get Sunny to come out and get Mike Sanders, get The uh, Ernest the Cat Miller, boy oh boy, talking about a degenerate weekend. Yikes!
0: You're gonna have to remember to text some of these people though. They won't just show (laughs) up on their own,
1: you know. (laughs) Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I'll do it. I will do it. Promise. I promise.
3: And we got uh, have anything. we
1: have we settled on that, that weekend for our patrons yet?
0: I told you to send me some dates and you said okay. I did. I sent you some dates. No, you didn't? Oh
1: yeah, I did immediately. Check out that group text between you and uh, Jeff Jones.
0: No, don't I have sure it. Sure did. Don't have it.
1: Because mm. Jeff and I talked about it now. So let's see if we can put him in the ambulance. Come on now, side headlock. And woo, right into the front of the ambulance ambulance got its, uh, lights on. Just so you know, look at that guy sitting up in the front there. Oh, hopefully this match doesn't last too long.
0: No, I think it's like eight minutes.
1: Oh, good. Do you know the, uh, Shivani family? No, we didn't have an ambulance, but we had a. Uh, A a van that size at one time A conversion van And we always uh, Drove the kids around in
0: By the way I want to mention um, A great friend of the show Mr. Charles Robinson Lost his father recently So add Charles and his family to your prayers
1: Yeah sorry Charles This is probably not a good time to bring this up But I'm going to Uh, did you see the recent angle where they had Jim Neidhart's picture on a table? Yeah. Wow. Your thoughts? My thoughts was, it was kind of soon to make that an angle with, uh, with his daughter. Anyway, that was my thought. That was kind of like, yikes, we're really reaching here, guys. So anyway, but there you go. So they, uh, Bam Bam put his hand through a window already. I don't know if it was a gimmick window
0: or not, but. Well, thankfully it had to be. I mean, have we not learned anything from Goldberg?
1: (laughs) We learned a lot from Goldberg. I think you would agree. Wow, man. We've had a lot of out-of-the-ring shit during this during this program. You think about the ladders that we had and the spots on the outside in the first match and the hardcore championship match that we had, and now these guys fighting to an ambulance and back? lot of crazy shit. We're only about halfway, not even halfway through this show, and we've had some crazy shit. That's not yeah, as crazy as could. the funk
0: one, though. I mean, they were doing everything in the funk.
1: Yeah, that was some fucking nuts.
0: By the way, uh, coming up, we've got general Hugh G Rection taking mm. on Shane Douglas. We've also mm. got Jeff Jarrett and the Harris boys taking on Conan Mysterio and Kidman, Kevin mm. Nash and DDP are going to team up against Chuck Palumbo and Sean Stasiak. That's a real star match. Goldberg, yes. Lex Luger, and then your main event, Scott Steiner and Sid. I will put some butts in the seat. And
1: this was before Sid, you know, snapped the ankle. I guess he snapped it at sin, didn't he?
0: They did. I can't wait yeah. for us to cover that.
1: Yeah, that'll no, be great. It'll be great. Stay away from the announce table. Motherfuckers.
0: They can't no. hurt you now. You're home. It's 18 years later.
1: No, but I remember thinking that I remember thinking every time they would come over, I'm thinking, fuck man, go somewhere fucking else. But of course that's a kind of a staple of the WWE right now, isn't it? Going to the announce table, throwing someone over the announce table. Just saw recently where a member of your family took, uh, Becky Lynch and Oscar over to the announce table and we'll get another table. So how many tables we destroyed? We have destroyed like three so far.
0: Yeah, it's been a lot.
1: It has. I mean, we destroyed one in the back. We saw the one that Terry Taylor, uh, or Terry Taylor, Terry Funk fell on and he brought one out and now they're gonna get another one.
0: <laughs> uh, Who's your favorite of the two here? Awesome or Bigelow?
1: Well, uh I love the the shit that awesome did, but whoa. But, you know, still Bigelow. Cause I, I knew Bam Bam a lot longer than I did. Mike awesome.
0: I'm an awesome guy all day long. I know Jeff yeah. Jones is too. You know
1: that, uh, but Bam Bam was a pretty cool guy, man. For that bizarre look that he had, he, he seemed like a pretty normal guy to me. When you talk to him, didn't look that way, obviously, but he was pretty cool. So we destroy one table. So now Bigelow's going to try to put Awesome, well, maybe he's not. The fans love getting into this. Ooh, right on top.
0: Awesome having to hold himself up there by the windshield
1: yeah. wiper, by <laughs> the windshield wiper. <laughs> what the fuck are they going to do here?
0: They're pulling right, the so light it- bar off. <laughs> I should just hit him with that. Yeah,
1: I know. Pick it up and do. I get, but bam, bam, I guess got to do some sort of big spot split. This is so fucking dangerous.
0: Look. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Slipping and sliding all over yeah. the fucking thing. Boy, remember we, a guy broke his neck. What day in school did they in wrestling school? Did they learn about this? <laughs> all right, guys, today we're going to do flatbacks. Tomorrow we're wrestling on ambulances. <laughs> yeah. Show me this your collar and elbow. Now I want to see you hit a motherfucker with a light bar. <laughs> Whoa. And he fell through it. <laughs> oh my god. They ripped off the another ECW Bam Bam Bigelow spot. Bigelow, famously with his matches with Taz, goes through the ramp and through the ring and separate pay per view. So what if he fell through an ambulance?
1: And that's what he did, and Mike awesome wins it.
0: What a cool visual that is from behind though. Yeah. I agree, man. Check out that Starcade logo. I like that. I might rip that Uh, off. It it looks like a
1: ripped off Toys R Us bunch of bullshit.
0: Wait, what the fuck did Jeffrey do to you? Why are you shitting on Toys R Us? (laughs) Well, they're out of business too. No, they're not.
1: They're not. Are they coming back?
0: Yeah. They're they're Shivani.
1: They're Shivani. What does that mean? They're going to hook up with somebody from Alabama to help pull them out of desperation.
3: Yes.
0: You nailed it. Let's just roll the credits. We're not going to beat
1: that. <laughs> yeah, baby. Mike Awesome is your winner. All right. Here, here it is again, Conrad. Let's take a look at the replay <coughs> and the bang and the. Blood <coughs> uh, love to have had a good overhead shot, but then we have been given away the finish.
0: I really wish that uh, David Arquette would have seen this before he got stabbed in the fucking neck. <laughs> this is how you do hardcore. Do it for a company that can gimmick the top of a self. paramedic roof, and then you'll be fine. Or a ambulance for your friend. Did you see it. any of the video of him getting stabbed in the neck? I saw the whole thing live on fight.tv. Oh God. Hi, my name's Reno. No one remembers me. And I'm above and my average name's... Mike Sanders and I'm here to DJ your weddings and whatnot. Speaking of weddings over my shoulder right here, Mr. Chuck Palumbo, he's going to get married to Billy Gunn one day on Smackdown. How about that?
1: Hmm. Well, I would say that's a blue chew moment. If you ask me, Mike Sanders, speaking of blue chew, do you have any in your pocket right now?
0: No, but I do have ecstasy. Cause I'm a DJ and that's what DJs have ecstasy. That's right. Well... I'll do your bachelor party. I'll do your wedding. I'll even do your little bar mitzvah or whatever it is. People like Shavani
1: well, good. Cause I'll do your mom. If you let her, uh, and, uh, what about you? Uh, Chuck Palumbo.
0: What
1: about you? Chuck Palumbo.
0: I didn't know I was Chuck Palumbo. Now. Are you meat now? Or am I meat? <laughs> hey, I'm meat. <laughs> I'm going to go to the WWF and I'm going to record conversations. I'm not supposed to, Then I'm going to get thrown the fuck out of wrestling. I'm probably adjusting next somewhere. I think, in fact, I think I'm a chiropractor in real life. People are going to shit on that, but I don't know why I was cracking backs in WCW and now I'm cracking backs out here in the wild and I'll crack your back or your lady's back, but you gotta have blue cross shield. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and behind me is Mark Jindrak, who has no personality at all. That's why we're not gonna let him talk.
0: You know, Mark Jindrak was considered to be an evolution. And then they switched him out at the last minute for Batista. Hmm. So just think about that. If Mark Jindrak wouldn't have been switched out, would he have been in guardians of the galaxy
1: or yeah. Or was that latest James Bond movie. The answer is no. (laughs) All right. U S heavyweight title. Let's bring out some more guys who were in ECW.
0: Shane Douglas, who was awesome in ECW, not nearly as awesome here. Of course, all of his buddies abandoned him. He thought they were all leaving together and they were all going to jump together to the WWF. It wasn't to be, they left him. So he's the odd man out here. He doesn't have Tory Wilson, but he does have a microphone, which is the way he got over in ECW and he did it usually by cussing and calling Rick Flair, Dick Flair and saying, cut the fucking music. Can't do any of that here. So not quite the same Shane Douglas that I loved in ECW.
1: Uh, chat me up about the store. Oh, what? Did you see Francine on that sign. Yep. Hmm. She's not here either. Yeah. Tell me up about the story about all of his friends leaving him. What do you, what do you mean? His friends?
0: Well, you were there. I thought you would be abreast of this situation. No, Eddie I don't Gull- remember. Eddie Guerrero and Chris Benoit and Dean Malenko and Perry Saturn right. all left at the same time. That didn't ring a bell.
1: That does ring a bell, but I didn't know they were his buddies.
0: Yeah. And they were supposed to go with him and Conan. And both and- Conan and him had been on the WWF before and those guys didn't bring them along because they didn't want to mess up their chances. Wow. So they were all ready to walk out of WCW and go to the WWF and then those guys left without them. So they're still, so
1: I would, I would imagine there's still some heat from those days, right?
0: I doubt it. It was, it was so long ago. I'm sure there was back then.
1: Yeah. Well, I know time heals all, but Oh, wow, that's turning you back on your friends, which is something I'd never do.
0: Yeah. I mean, you come to their weddings. <laughs> exactly right.
1: Oh, uh, wait a minute. Maybe not. Douglas was a good heel, man. And now the head of, would that be misfits in action? Yeah. How about that? I remember that. Bill DeMott, United States heavyweight champion.
0: What's his name here?
1: General Hugh
0: E. Can you believe that's a real thing?
1: Yeah, I do. I do. That was one of Vince Russo's things. I don't know about you, but if I was the guy behind this guy behind the the guy with the yellow sign that held up that whatever it said, 3434, I'd have been like major pissed off. I'd have told him set the fuck down and put the fucking sign down unless it says lowest rules. Then he can put the sign up. That's what I would have said.
0: Hey, uh, we haven't talked about this, but it feels like something I can talk about with you. Did you see the, uh, independent match where the guys put a dildo on the end of a drill and then turned it on and stuck it in the guy's mouth?
1: No. Are you or, serious? Yeah.
0: Where are you at on that? Is that, is that a that's wrestling or not?
1: No, much? no, it's not. Uh, that's uh that's not. And uh, here it comes from the same guy that enjoys all the shit that Joey Ryan does, but no, there's no room for dildos in wrestling.
0: Somebody tell Tylene Buck. <laughs> so There's another shirt. Seriously. Chat me if there's no room for dildos in wrestling. <laughs> well, that'll be up by the time you hear this, a box of gimmicks. That <laughs> That's comes. what she said. Um, mm-hmm. seriously. Yeah what's your what's your hey favorite? conrad yeah
1: never say the word seriously on this show okay people know by now okay but go ahead
0: no i'll just be quiet
1: no no tell me you know what? do you don't, just don't preface it by seriously what were you going to say
0: what's your favorite dory funk memory with a dildo my favorite who memory dory funk terry funk you know the funk brothers they're wrestlers from amarillo texas
1: i know what do they have to do with the dildo
0: well, I mean, dildos are part wrestling, right? <laughs> no,
1: I got, I got Jack Briscoe and the dildo. Yeah. <laughs>
0: you know, the, they had the spinning toe hold. I think that's a different thing. <laughs> spinning
1: dildo hold.
0: <laughs> I need you to, I need, I need you, know, you during an MJF match on MLW to break out the, the dildo of doom or something.
1: The dildo of doom. I'm going to be very honest with you here about, it. Uh, uh, seriously.
0: Oh, you can't say that on this show. People know. Uh,
1: if you had a dildo. Oh, okay. Oh, on the end of a drill.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay. All right. Okay. I, I don't envision you sticking that in somebody's mouth. Really? No, I envision you sticking it somewhere else. Where would it go? Well, the other orifice. What? Their ear. (laughs) See, I knew it. As soon as I said that, I'm saying that motherfucker's going to say ear. Their nose no where their other ear no their other nostril no what else we
0: got the eye holes (laughs) hang on are you telling me you've got drill experience no i don't know what are you
1: all doing over there no i'm just saying that when you said did you 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 were you were setting up the story about the guys put a dildo on the end of the drill They did Okay. I saw, I saw. And first thing I'm thinking is, oh my God, they didn't stick it up. Another guy's ass today.
0: Oh my God. Why would you be so crude? Well, <laughs> I mean, that's the first thing I, that's the first
1: visual. I thought, I'm thinking if they did, then wrestling is really gone to hell.
0: I can't believe you would even talk like that. Really?
1: Okay. I look like many podcasts have really gone to hell. Uh, but I thought of that and I thought that that was terrible.
0: It is so, unbelievably terrible.
1: It is terrible.
0: Absolutely. Offensive.
1: Mm-hmm. Wow. And you know, you, we don't want to offend anybody, as you know, on this program. Never, never. We wouldn't want to offend anybody. It's
0: never our motivation.
1: No, no. Ever, no. I mean, you know, I, I apologize for ooh, commentary ninja saying that because you could think, you know, it's it's you, you a, a slight on the, the great Asian people. It's not. It's a slight on Ninja Turtles in the movie. You dumbasses!
0: I didn't know that you had to apologize for that.
1: No, um, well, I don't, I really don't have to apologize for anything but you, because if you don't like what we say, you can always go click.
0: Well, so, let's, let's not get carried away. We want them to listen.
1: We do want them to listen. And thank you all for listening. By the way, Lois has just returned.
0: No one cares. <laughs> Especially me. It's as interesting as my dog's barking in the background and me cutting a <laughs> promo <primal> on them. <laughs>
1: Meanwhile, what do you think of this match so far? Nothing much going on, huh?
0: Yeah, I mean, it's what I expected. Look at the crowd. What do they think about it?
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: I guess I should tell you, uh, the Mike also awesome match got a star and a quarter. The big Vito mm. match got a star. And this one that we're watching right now is going to get a star in three quarters. So even though we're dumping on it, mm, they liked it pretty good over there at the torch. I mean, <laughs> I'm not saying it's great, but star in three quarters isn't bad.
1: Yeah. So what you're saying is that aside from the opening couple of matches, this thing has rapidly gone downhill.
0: Well, what we're saying is what we already knew when we clicked play. Mm -hmm. Starcade (laughs) 2000 really sucked a dick.
1: Yes, it did. You know, I think about this. Think about the first starcade that you and I did a couple of weeks ago. It's in the archives.
0: It was awful. It was not. No drug on 19 dusty promos. I mean, it was fine, but it was just, ah. This is the show that never ends.
1: Ten years later, we do one of the great matches, really, of all of every every Starcade, and that's Flair and Vader, which we did just a week ago.
0: About a week ago.
1: And now seven years later we got this. Yeah, this turd. Yeah, so you you can see how wrestling has kind of peaked and then went downhill. It turded it out. It turded it out. Yes, sir. It sure is. So meanwhile, in two thousand Chat me up to this. Here's a one, two, and a two count. What was going on in the WWE at this time? WWF at this time.
0: They threw Rikishi off of the Hell in a Cell and he fell into a truck bed filled with sawdust. Okay. That's it.
1: That's all they had going on, right?
0: It happened at the Birmingham Jefferson Civic Center with 14,920 fans on hand. The main event wow. was Kurt Angle, The Rock, Stone Cold Steve Austin, Triple H, The Undertaker, and Rikishi. Or as I like to say, which one of these is not like the other <laughs> and well, that's pretty hell of a lineup you mentioned yeah, right there, because you guys mm-hmm. come after it with uh yeah. yeah, Sid Scott Steiner
1: exactly. well, that's what we had, man, because they were leaving in droves.
0: Oh, can you blame them?
1: No, talent and fans, by the way. Hey, I still want to read that nitro book.
0: Well, you should get it. I've offered it to you when you were over here. And he said, nah, fuck that. I didn't say that. Yes, you did. When I say that, he said, was he there? And I said, no. And he said, then fuck him. And now mm, okay. I've put it over so hard. So long you've come around to it.
1: All right. Well, talking to Eric about it. And, uh, you know, I, I have made it my point to say, fuck Jamie Kellner and maybe, Jamie's not the only one I should say fuck to.
0: Really, you think there should be more fucks? Yeah. Okay.
1: Maybe I should be saying fuck Brad Siegel.
0: Maybe I should get it for you for Christmas.
1: <laughs> Thank you. I'd like a hard copy, please. I don't like the uh, ones you got to read on your phone.
3: I got
0: something hard for you. <laughs> what? I mean, I do. I do have this in hardcover. <laughs> What are you laughing about?
1: <laughs> Another shirt. I got something hard for you.
0: Oh, you do. <laughs> you no. just said you need the shirt. Mine.
1: Okay. Do you want
0: mine hard or not?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: At bluechew.com.
1: dot com. Only five dollars shipping.
0: I said I can get it hard
1: for you. Okay. At. Or make sure you remember the promo code WHW. Ooh man. Not a good slam.
0: Ooh, man. Not a good slam.
1: Ooh, the, man. Bill for his size, you know, could do some great shit, man. This is a, a really terrible show so far. Yeah, it is.
0: I wanted to be into it, but I can't be into it. And you know, I can't be into it. Why? Because I hated WCW in 2000. I can't even pretend. I want to pretend.
1: Okay. So you were. Just like most fans.
0: I was 19. I was out. I was done with this.
1: What made, what, what killed it for you? What was the one thing that killed WCW for you? Uh, girls. The hot girls killed WCW for you.
0: Not the hot girls on TV. Oh, I got you. I was like, "Ah, I ain't gonna die for that wrestling shit.
1: (laughs) Uh, Chavo. I got to have that wrestling. Oh, we got a little color here, don't we? Yeah, we do. Watch out what's going wrong here. Ring the bell. They threw it out. So Shane gets fucked over by Chavo and loses his chance to become the champion. And so he's going to rip into general erection here.
0: Oh,
1: I'm sorry, General Huge. Huge,
0: huge E. Huge Erection. You're being real offensive today.
3: Hmm.
1: Put down the sign, you kid in the sting mask. We don't give a shit.
0: By the way, uh, have you listened to any episodes of Eighty Three Weeks yet with Eric Bischoff? No,
1: never. I haven't listened to one. You said?
0: Did you say never will?
1: No, I said, never have listened to one.
0: Oh, uh, well you should. I think we had our, our best episode last week. It was uh star 1997. And I made him finally explain why.
1: Oh, the fast count. Yeah. Wow. Guess what he said. That would be worth it.
0: Guess what he said.
1: Uh, Hulk Hogan convinced him to
0: sting. Wasn't tan enough. What? You heard me
1: and that, well, that sounds like somebody else's line,
0: brother. <laughs> Damn, Eric, some bitch, 16 month angle, hottest thing in the business.
1: And he wasn't tan enough.
0: Yeah. Hmm.
1: Well, there you go. That settles it. Doesn't it? Can you believe that? I guess. You know, in the grand scheme of it being so fucked up that finish, that would be as good as excuse as any. It's kind of like the dog ate my homework type bullshit.
0: It's a hundred percent. The dog ate my homework. Yeah.
1: So basically he, he didn't give you the, an answer. He just bullshitted you. Hmm.
0: You should listen to it. Okay.
1: I shall. No, nah, I'm not. I know you're not. You got a transcript? I could read it.
0: Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll put it in your mouth. <laughs> okay. Mm,
1: Lash LaRue is out. You know, shit's going downhill when he's out. Oh, meanwhile, Medasia, let me say a few things. Check out the, uh, I check wish you take that belt, belt off. There. So- Look
0: What's at the big that? old belt. Look how good the big old belt looks. Yeah, it does, man. Okay.
1: Go ahead. And the fact is Scott Steiner, you and Sid vicious go at it for the world heavyweight championship coming up in just a few moments. And it's going to be right here.
0: Settled in the ring. That's right. And Tony Schiavone is coming to get some of my ham cubes. He's going to see all about the freaks and the peaks, and more importantly, the brand new sneeze guard that we put in at the Shoney's right there in Ackworth, Georgia. You see, this is the first Shoney's in the history of Atlanta GA that has alcohol. I'm talking about beers on tap. I'm talking about bottom shelf liquor. I'm even got the top shelf liquor, not one flares here, but either way I got it all and you've even got my big gold belt right there in the lobby and you should check us out on Sunday. I got those big boy hamburgers for all you fat asses. And I've got tons of strawberry cheesecake. Oh, I'm going to go one day
1: to the Shoney's in Ackworth. Absolutely. Hopefully they don't have my romaine lettuce because as you know, You can get salmonella food poisoning. Oh my God. We're bringing him back.
0: I thought, I thought he made his run. He was done. You brought him back. How are you there for all this? And don't remember any of it.
1: (laughs) Well, it's kind of like a car wreck, right? It happens and you have amnesia because it was so shocking to your system. WCW is the car wreck and I forgot all about it.
0: It's hurtful. Yeah.
1: Wow. So we made it, uh, Oh God, Ray it didn't matter what we did. It didn't matter what we did.
0: Why are you being like that?
1: Kind of reminds me of Oscar now.
0: <laughs> it does. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> Look at this. Okay.
1: Do you guys remember Judy Bagwell in a pole match? Remember I, I conned this company to give my mom a payoff. (laughs) How about that? Big sexy.
0: Remember it. I booked it. Got paid handsomely to do it. Now I just live on the beach and look for bowler hats like this sweet one.
1: Yeah. And now, as you probably know, I'm going to go to Starcast next year. That's right, buddy. I am too with no gluten.
0: I'll be there. I'm going to cruise in, pick up a payoff from my homie, Conrad, who I gave the Oz robe to, then I'm going to go cash it and go home do nothing again at the beach, bro. You got to do those stretches with me. Come on. You're going to do those stretches. Nah, man, it's upper body business. I'm just going to do the bench press and the deadlift and I'm fucking out of there. Get over there and do your lady exercises if you want to, but big sexy ain't doing that. I ain't known for being limber, bro. I power powerbomb motherfuckers and write checks. Bang. I'm not going to tell you how I got to this spot, but I will tell you how you could bend down and touch your toes. It's DDP yoga. I've extended more careers in wrestling than Conrad Thompson. Speaking of fat asses, he could use a little DDP yoga Back up, monkey boy, but he won't give up his dairy. He won't give up his gluten, but eventually his heart's going to give up on him unless he does some DDP yoga monkey boy. Why are you laughing, Shivani, I'm going to get you and your fat old lady down here to the PC and I'm going to make you lose some LBs. You hear me? Not me. I'm not, I'm not going, I'm just going to, I'm going to keep eating and lifting. Speaking of lifting, you probably need to do a little bit buff. You're going to be hashtag baby Dick on Showtime.
1: Okay. I, I, uh, I need to ask a question here. Uh, I, uh, I, I saw on YouTube just the other night, uh, the WWE, uh, online exclusive in, uh, Las Vegas interview Jeff Jarrett. Is he going back to the WWE? No. Then why was he on there? I know he's a, he's a WWE hall of famer. I get it.
0: I don't understand your question.
1: I just saw him on WWE television programming just this past week. Okay. Well, I, I just, I, it just, it just kind of, and, and I know it was online exclusive. It wasn't in the show and he, apparently they said, you know, you're here on, you're here at, uh, in Las Vegas during the baseball winter meetings. Uh, and, uh, it was a pretty good interview, but I just thought it was odd.
0: Would it bother you if he went back? No,
1: it wouldn't bother me. If he Went back.
0: Don't, why, what's the, what's the issue? I don't understand. I'm just
1: looking for, I'm just looking for a little news nugget here. That's all.
0: No, there is no news nugget. All right. I mean, for fuck's sake, you've been on WWE programming. Yeah. Well, are you back? Are you going back? I saw you on WWE. Are you back? I saw you on no. WWE, but, but you're on WWE. So I saw you're going, you're back.
3: Right.
1: Well, you just absolutely, you're really combative today. More than usual. I wonder why. <laughs> are you combative this way with Bruce?
0: I, I, with every, Eric? every week. Every wow. week of my life.
1: I just I want to understand. be, I want
0: to be more combative.
1: <laughs> well, I don't know if you can be any more. Hey, how
0: about, uh, you saying the I can't do guys better here, huh? i can do better. You wait.
1: The Harris brothers.
0: Here we go. The company killers, the Harris boys, Jeff Jarrett, boy, these guys have devastated more promotions than well. Tony Schiavone, everywhere Tony <laughs> should ever worked, They went out of business. I I don't know why court Bauer didn't know that before he hired.
1: Yeah. You. Well, I've only got a couple of more years in my contract.
0: I figure at this rate, you could kill off a couple more promotions. If you think you got 20 years left, you got time to kill at least two more. Right. Right. Yeah. Let me do some new Japan. <laughs> oh, don't do that. <laughs> don't kill anything. We really like.
1: <laughs> how about, uh, how about Billy? Hey, Billy Corgan. I hey, I don't know. What hire me. I'll kill your promotion for you.
0: I don't know what you'd be killing there. He's getting it off the ground. Well, kill it before it starts.
1: That's, you know, this, you have those spirit. little saplings in your yard and they're trying to grow into these big trees and you just go and you dump some shit on them.
0: Are you hitting me you with know? saplings? Did you say saplings? I said saplings. I didn't think you were going to hit me with some saplings. <laughs> Man, I'm telling you, uh.
1: We've got it. We've got to find tigers.
0: I know where she is. What do you mean? We got to
1: find her. Uh, we got it. We got to have her come. One of our shows. She was just absolutely. She was. If I
0: give you her number, will you text her? Yes, I will. Are you sure? I promise you I will. Do you know who she's married to? No. Is it like a big wrestler? Be careful what you say. Okay. And rip your goddamn spleen
1: out. All right. Well, I, just let me know that whoever she's married to, I want him to know that she was one of my favorites. As a shoot, she was. She's married to a wrestler. You don't think so? Well, I believe. I'm just no. I believe it. I just just, yeah yeah.
0: Damn. Listen, let me just put it like this: somebody married Tony Schiavone from wrestling. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yes. Somebody married Conrad, the mortgage guy. (laughs) Yes, they did. Keep it all in the family. Somebody married Brother Love. Oh, if, if that is not proof that there's somebody for everybody, (laughs) right? This is a bunkhouse
1: match bunkhouse brawl. You're a bunkhouse brawl. Yeah. Hey, you're a motherfucking bunkhouse brawl. How's that sound?
0: Are you just (laughs) like you're being, that was like your best Michael Hayes. (laughs) I say something. And then you say, fuck you. You are. (laughs) you ever gotten a drunk call in the middle of the night from michael hayes
1: thank god no
0: oh but you did go to his house when he was
1: yes i had to go to his house he he was he was hanging
0: well anyway that's that's definitely 100 percent how he talks yeah
1: now michael won't call me
0: uh you know why yeah thanks you're gonna ask for a job (laughs) can't help him can't hang out with him
1: I don't need a job, buddy. I got Conrad Thompson.
0: Can't get him a oh. job.
1: Look, <laughs> yeah, you got a job at the WWE. Hey, look at that. It's the popcorn machine from the Conradison. You see that?
0: How about the whole fucking bar in the corner. <laughs> no, The best part of the whole match.
1: Remember now we had David Crockett on one of our, uh, when we were in Charlotte and if there's a bar and there's a popcorn machine, David Crockett had to get it. Uh, he had to be the man to get it.
0: That does look just like my popcorn machine.
1: Yeah, it does. Wow. This is how many, uh, negative stars does this thing get.
0: You want to guess what the rating was for real? Guess. Uh, oh, by, by this little.
1: got like a one and a half stars,
0: three, a three star match, three stars. No. Yeah. You're looking at three stars bye bay. Uh, that,
1: the the you know what that tells me.
0: One of these guys was really really friendly with Wade. Exactly. You want to guess who? Kidman. Mm-mm.
1: Jarrett.
3: Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. <laughs> okay.
0: Did I tell yeah. you that the uh, Greensboro Jackoff? Um, that's the nickname that Bruce gave Bruce Mitchell.
3: Yeah.
0: He, the, the two Bruce's met finally. Yeah. I just, I just wanted to mention that they met. Right.
1: Suppose I call Jarrett Now you think he will answer?
0: Yeah, no, he won't answer. He'll text you and say on a conference call, I'll call you back in 10. Jeff Jarrett has a conference call every hour on the hour. Oh, doing a little run in here.
1: Yeah. 003. Do a little run in.
0: Leave a yeah. voicemail that says we were going to put you over, but now we're going to shit on you. To an voice
1: mm. yeah, wow. So I'm not going to give out the number on TV, but, uh, <laughs> <as> <laughs> <laughs> we're, not, uh okay. we're not on TV. Uh, no. On, on. Oh, he's calling me back. What? You're actually calling me back? Uh, yes, is uh, Elliot Murphy. <laughs> hey, Conrad and I are watching the Bunkhouse Brawl from Starcade 2000 right now, and I just want to let you know that you look great, buddy. Why? What, what the? <laughs> hey, what the fuck were you doing on WWE TV? Uh, at at uh, it was it wasn't on TV. I guess it was uh, exclusive. Oh, so, yeah. About last night. Yeah, last night, right? Well, I don't know if you know anything about baseball, but I was out at the winter meetings. I know you dabble in it. Yeah. So, I was actually out at the winter meetings. Yeah. And SmackDown was out there, and my yeah. dog said, "Hey, anyway, I just what, went over there." And they what, you know. what what were you doing at the winter meetings? You only go to the winter meetings to look for a job. You don't need a job. You got like ten of them. It, well. Tell you the truth though, uh, NPR, non-traditional whatever. concerts. I'm partnered with the guy a in Chicago. I don't know if you're asking me serious. Does you fuck around somebody? Yeah. Partnered with the guy in Chicago. Okay. And uh, all genres of music, Christian rock. rap. Huh? Yeah. We got circus, all kind of stuff that goes in. That, okay. Uh, you know, that can go. In the, it's yeah. traditionally been in fairs or been in the yeah. In Chicago, I don't need. I know. I don't need no anymore. That's all I okay. need. Now. Okay. <laughs> all right. Well, it was great talking to you. I just thought I'd say uh, I saw you on TV, and I thought, what the fuck? He's going back to the WWE. So there you go. But anyway, yeah, it was a good interview. Awesome. Hey, the the Titans still got a football team? Buddy, you damn right we do. All right. Hey, we're going to make a pet playoff run. My friend. You got it. All right. Still, Conrad, hello. All right, my best to Karen. Take care, man. You All right. You, man. There he was. He really was there. How
0: about that? I told you he's on conference call. <laughs> He was on a conference call, but I've he ne- called me back. Which I I've never called him or texted him. Uh, I, I mean, I've never called him and got an answer, but I do get a text immediately on a call. Call you right back. And he always <laughs> does.
1: Huh? Oh, that's good. I feel like we, you know just, what? I, we, I know when he, when he wrestled, you, you didn't like him, but
0: right, in real life, he, great guy, but back one of here, our favorites. Yeah. Fuck. There's way like, I, <laughs> I just absolutely hated him. <laughs> there's the, there's a phrase go away heat. And I didn't really know what that was until I saw Jeff fucking Jarrett. And then I got it. <laughs> but now in real life, like he's the fucking coolest guy ever. Yeah. He's super It's nice. a bad rap. Yeah, he does. You're so right. does Scott's the honor though. You know, I know we've had fun with Scott here on the show, but in real life, he's a fucking great guy.
1: Oh, one of the best. He was so nice to me and Lois and, uh, the guys that we had Paul Bromwell being one of them and, and his friend, Steven. Uh, just so nice to us. He's cool, man. Yeah. Good guy. And you know what? He's got a, uh, Scott's wife. Didn't she wrestle at one time? No, she didn't. No. Okay. I thought maybe she did.
0: No, but she's, uh, she's, she's, she keeps him between the lines. Right.
1: Yeah. Man. Well, and that's gotta be a tough job.
0: You know, I mean, she's a partner in this business. I mean, she's oh yeah, I know. She's not a backseat. You know, there's a lot of folks who that's not the case, but and they're like a team. So it's a yeah. cool, it's a cool deal, right?
1: Yeah, it is. So anyway, it's off of uh, it's off of 75 in Ackworth. You'll see the Sony Shine Sony's sign.
0: One more sign. time, one more time, Mister Professional sign. You'll you see there. that sign for Sony's.
1: It's worth going in there. It's really well kept. It's really real nice.
0: And they don't have really a li- nice. They don't have a library. You should tell everybody right now.
1: <laughs> they don't have a library. No, they don't,
0: but it is a great restaurant.
1: Yes. It's a great restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> no,
0: I can't believe you just fucking randomly called Jeff Jarrett on the show. That's a con- I, I That's saw a him taking some man. bumps
1: and I thought now he'll say, well, I was on Shivani's podcast and he will want some money for it.
0: Yeah. I feel like now's a good time to tell the best roast joke I've ever heard again. Okay. It was at the roast okay. of Bruce Pritchard and Jeff Jarrett was on the panel. Yeah. One of the comedians, I believe his name was Dan Saint Germain, or perhaps it was uh perhaps it was Lawrence, but he says the most interesting angle Jeff was ever in is Karen. <laughs> it fucking never gets old. <laughs> Oh God. I just did not see that coming at all. (laughs) (laughs) That's phenomenal. (laughs) I never even heard that Uh, joke before there.
1: That's, that's, that's really well done. And I'm sure it got a big pop.
0: Oh, it it wasn't a big pop. It was. (gasps) Like that's what was great about that roast is there were so many, I mean, there was lots of jokes, but there was a bunch that was just (gasps) right. And when you suck all the air out of the room, that's what's up. (laughs)
1: Mm. Tony, of course this, I wasn't invited to the Bruce Pritchard roast
0: You were invited? You had baseball No, football Whatever
1: I may have had baseball
0: Same reason you meant, no, it was definitely football Because that was college yeah. football opening weekend
1: Right, it was you like, I, I can't miss that Tell them who you played again Austin P. Could've. Hey, look, but look, look at K dog getting at it, man. You could have missed. Oh, for that, not the old, not the first game. He can't miss the first game.
0: Well, it wasn't the first game when you missed my wedding.
1: No, but it was a road game in the sec. I can't miss that.
0: Well, I'm just going to start missing podcasts and tell you that. I've got No, I've don't got.
1: you dare. No motherfucker. I don't tell you. I got football. You start missing podcasts. I'm sitting low over. To Huntsville to come get your
0: ass. She can't come because there's dogs. Y- y'all never left the house. As long as you've had dogs. That's right. I feel like Lois has like agoraphobia.
1: Okay. Agoraphobia.
0: All right. It's something you get from the goddamn candy man. <laughs> His fear of leaving the house. She's, okay. she's like a fucking bubble boy. Cause she's yeah. invited to my house every weekend. She won't come. I invite yeah. her over here to cook me a meal every Sunday. Yeah. I wake up and say, Hey bitch, come cook me breakfast. She sends <laughs> back a middle finger, middle finger emoji. Never <laughs> comes over.
1: So should I change my approach? I mean, that usually uh, works. No, for it, me. no look, it, it's not going to, it's not going to work. Let me tell you why it's not going to work. You know, I know you and Bruce had a, a very successful, uh, week or week and a half, whatever it was in great Britain.
0: Sold out hanging from the rafters. Half the show yeah. sold out in the first half hour roll Todd.
1: Yeah. So congratulations on that. Deservedly. So, so, uh, I told Lois, Hey. now this is Lois who says, if anywhere I want to go, I want to go to great Britain. I want to go to Scotland because I, that's where my mom's people are from people. That's where, that's where the, their people are from. They're where the family is from the lorries. I want to go there. So I said, well, maybe in 2019, maybe in 2019, maybe we can work out a deal where we can go and, you know, Conrad will book a few shows and we'll be able to go. And you know what she said? What? No, I can't go. Why? And that was my question. And the answer was, w- where w- what will we do with the dogs for a week? And I said, you know what? You're fucking going if we go. You're fucking going. So I don't know. I, I I where we live. I said the dogs will be fine. We got people. So, so that's what I have to deal with all the time. And Billy Kidman did the job, which I would give it a three stars to if Billy Kidman did the job.
0: By the way, I have it on good authority that several members of the WWE locker room, for years and years, would yell at the top of their lungs how much they hated Billy Kidman. Hmm. Hated him.
1: Wow. Because he was hooking up with Tory?
0: Yes. <laughs> That's reason enough right there. What? Else, I mean, what are the reasons do you need? Yeah. Hated him. <laughs> Hate. Fuck Hated him, motherfucker.
1: Did we see Tigress in any one of these shots except that last shot? No. So did.
0: you're so you're saying not enough tigress?
1: Absolutely not enough tigers.
0: I feel like you're but, the guy from Saturday Night Live. I, I said, I've, I got to have more cowbell. It's, I got to have more tigers.
1: More tigers.
0: Our next pay per view is going to be our last wrath,
1: justice, sin, greed, gluttony, deceit, angelic, bizarre, broken legs, mercy, broken redemption.
3: legs,
0: broken legs.
1: <laughs> it's the end of the road for WCW. Because we have sinned. The end of the Sunday, road. Sunday, January for, 14th.
0: End of the road for Sid. Oh my God. What the fuck? I need you to do this.
1: Okay. Uh so uh so uh, did you ever see um my mom shave my sack? Oh my now God. people have talked about that before. It's a rumor. I don't know, Sergeant Buddy Lee, but I do know if she would ever save my shave my sack. I would like it to be like the buzz cut that you have on top of your head right now. So why don't you have something to say about that? Uh, what the fuck am I doing here? Why am I doing a promo? What the fuck? I'm Sergeant buddy Lee Parker. (laughs) Dude, what What the fuck fuck
0: is buddy Lee Parker doing on pay-per-view?
1: I don't know. Oh, he's getting beat up by Sid or is that, or who is that Luger? Who the fuck is that?
3: What the fuck?
1: Where did we, where did we go?
0: By the way, Keller would say that that last match, the six man was a well-booked brawl. Well-booked brawl. Next yeah. up Nash and DDP taking on Palumbo and Stasiak.
1: How do you like that? You know, that, uh, shirt I have on.
0: I like it. It looks better than your old double breasted horse shit. Yeah. Thank you very much.
1: Uh, I had a lot of fun with Scott Hudson and, and Mark Madden. I thought we, we worked well together as a team. We
0: Mark Madden is TV's best looking big man.
1: Yeah, he was. You until think. you came along on the WWE network.
0: Oh my God. Listen to you. Mm-hmm. I'm Bruce Pritchard. By the way. And I'm Conrad Thompson. You're, you're not nearly the tallest chair here. What's going on? Scott Hudson's fucking you
1: around. Ah, uh, he's fucking me. He, uh, Let me call his fucking ass, too. Motherfucker. Son of a bitch. I'm pissed off now.
0: Because his chair was higher? Yes. It is kind of bullshit. Yeah, it is kind of bullshit. I like we're just, like, phoning a friend here.
1: Yeah. Hope he picks up.
0: This is where we are, boys and girls. This show yeah, sucks this so much. We're just calling okay. people. Well, I'm
1: pissed off. And when I'm pissed off, I need to have, you know... Scott Hudson? Tony Schiavone. Let me see if he's in. Hang on one second. Hey, go go. hey listen. Con- Conrad Thompson and I are doing a podcast right now. And we got a, a Starcade 2000. Okay? Yes. All right. Sure. And your chair, motherfucker, is higher than mine. What the fuck? What... Do, what? Fuck, did you? Well, I, I, gre- I was greasing the right palms. Apparently, I mean, it's, it's amazing what 20 bucks will do with uh, <laughs> Vitruso. <laughs> All right. I, I told Conrad, I said, I got to call this motherfucker. Because Conrad said, his chair's the highest one. I said, what the fuck is going on here?
3: Well, I think it goes
1: by talent, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Three, two, one. That's a wrap on this one. Thank you very much. <laughs> All right. See you, Tony. All right, buddy. Good talking to you, Scotty. Take care of yourself, Anytime. man. All right, man. See you. He zinged my ass, didn't he? That
0: was great. <laughs> I can't wait to do a podcast with him instead of you.
1: <laughs> oh, he always said, Scott always had a great sense of humor, man. Good guy to work with. And now we're going to get into the insiders, not the outsiders, the insiders against the perfect event, Chucky and Sean Stasiak. All those guys kind of looked the same to me, you know, big oiled up guys. We yeah. saw them in the sauna earlier. Hmm. DDP, man, what a run. Are you still with me
0: over yeah, there? Yeah, I am. I'm watching DDP strut that ass to the ring. Yeah, it's probably his best vest, but it wasn't my favorite. Do you own any of his stuff? Yeah, I've got a vest. I've got the one from uh, Bash at the Beach with him and Carl Malone.
1: Okay, that's cool. And as you've talked about earlier, and as I've seen, as I've worn, you've got the Oz robe. That's right. Yeah. Nash will just. He was just too fucking cool, man. He really was. I mean, as a shoot, he just kind of, uh, you could just tell when he walked out, he was a cool motherfucker. Played basketball <laughs> at the university of Tennessee. That's right. As the, uh, as the rumor and innuendo goes, he punched out his head coach, Don Defoe. Really? Yep. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's, um, that, uh, was always a rumor that that's why he didn't stay with basketball at the uh, university of Tennessee because he punched out his head coach. So I don't know if that's the case or not. Mike Sanders looking all cool with the perfect event, the world tag team champions, you know, not to blame Palumbo and not to blame Stasiak, but I just, I just, I think this is, I think this is what, this is just kind of one of the reasons where there were many, the biggest being we were owned by TBS, but one of the reasons that we went downhill because we gave championships to guys who really had not earned them. Does that make any sense to you? Yeah. Green guys, you know, look at this, look at this spiked up hair. Was Flair the president of the
0: company back then? Uh, yeah, I think so.
1: <laughs> okay. Just want to be cool on the storylines.
0: about the, uh, the Rolex he's rocking right there. Mm.
1: Did you ever tell how many Rolex he had throughout his career?
0: By the way, the, uh, the deal here is he's telling Mike Sanders that he may have a manager's license, but if he steps foot in the ring, the match will end and his team's going to lose the belts. Oh, very cool.
1: <laughs> I love Rick's hair here.
0: <laughs> well, cause they've cut his hair. Yeah. <laughs> he's doing his best, but old spiky haired Rick, not the best Rick look. No, it's not.
3: Oh,
1: there he goes. I had my moment and I'm gone. Sanders, you're out of here. Hey, you know, you, you, I, I know you're a connoisseur of belts. Yeah. Uh, but I did notice, uh, the other day, the, uh, the raw tag team championship belts. Yeah. That are held by the bar. Right. Yeah. I think they're pretty cool belts. You like those?
0: Nope. Okay. I think they suck.
1: Yeah. Yeah. If I say red, you're going to say blue.
0: That's so. not true. We agree on a lot of things,
1: Yeah. but ne- I, not necessarily today.
0: I just don't like those belts. I am allowed to not like belts. I just, uh, you know, uh, they're unique though. I mean,
1: they're round and silver. I just, I suck. <laughs> okay. All right. I don't have yeah, to just, like
0: them just because you like them.
1: Okay, just uh just to clarify things, we're talking about the belts, not the performers. Oh no, the
0: bars great.
1: Yeah, they're tremendous.
0: I've uh, been a Cesaro fan question. from way back and uh I was never a uh a shamus guy and then I met him, he's a fucking cool guy. Yeah. So I, I like him. I'm pulling for him in real life.
1: Yeah. Big sexy selling here from Chuck Palumbo. Very good, man. Pretty good right hands, but I, I, again, I just thought they were just too green to be elevated all the way up to the top of the tag team wars.
0: I mean, how do you, how do you elevate new talent unless you just throw them in there though?
1: Well, you don't necessarily have to give them the titles right away.
0: Well, they're going to drop them here in just a minute. Would that make you happy?
1: Yes, it would.
0: Good. Well, just stay tuned. You're going to get your fucking wish. <laughs>
1: wow. Wow, man. Did you, uh, did you come back from great Britain with this fucking attitude or did you take it with you? Motherfucker. Did you and Bruce have a, some sort of uh, blow up over there or something? No, I don't know. You and Bruce got along wonderfully. Yeah. You're the only person I know that really gets along with Bruce on a regular basis. I know that. (laughs) Yeah. That's amazing.
0: Dave Silva does too. Well, Dave Silva's like his lap dog though.
1: Yeah, that's right. But who doesn't like Dave, right?
0: No, that's what I'm saying. Dave Silva's like the new Jerry (laughs) Briscoe. Like when Bruce's phone quits working, he calls Dave and he's like, my phone's not working. And he's like, Bruce, you're calling me from it. Oh, well, what are you doing? That's, that's, that's a typical Bruce, Dave conversation. (laughs) Dave, where's what I was looking for? It was right here and now it's not Bruce. I'm directing the six o'clock news. But is that more important than what I was looking for? Yes. Why? Because it's my job, but I'm your friend.
1: You know, a lot of times we say funny things and joke on this show. That's real. That's all real.
0: <laughs> Everything I just said has happened in the last 40. You're not hours.
1: kidding. Yeah. Yeah. We, we would do some traveling on the WWE WWF when I was with them and Bruce wanted to change his flight. He would call Michelle, who was his secretary. And I said, Bruce, I can make the call. No, she'll do it for us. I mean, I know how to make calls to airlines. No, <laughs> she'll do it for us. Okay.
0: Did you see Eric Bischoff's growing out the Fu Manchu for real.
1: No, man, I haven't noticed that
0: he is a legit Fu Manchu. Like Hulk Hogan. Wow. I think it's like when you hear about old married couples, when they're together long enough, they start to look like each other. Right. Like Bruce and his wife, or you and Lois. You all basically at this point look like brother, sister. Right. I think Eric Bischoff is starting to look more like Hulk Hogan, brother.
1: Ah, okay. I'm glad you clarified that because I don't remember Laurie having a Fu Manchu. That's hurtful. Well, I mean, I didn't know where you were going with this, and I just wanted to make sure that we were we were on the same page. Hmm. So Eric Bischoff has is... got a few minutes. <laughs> no, he doesn't. He does. <laughs> he does. Why would you think I would make that up? <laughs> well, who knows? Why do you make up any of the shit you make up? Look at this. Pick up. Oh, what do I make up? One, two, three. Only a two count. Put that diamond cutter on him, baby. Oh. So Chuck Palumbo got married to Johnny Gunn. Uh, Tommy Gunn. Who? Billy Gunn.
0: There you go. (laughs) They they teased it, but then, um, Eric Bischoff ripped off his, uh, uh, makeup. Wow. And all hell broke loose.
3: Yeah.
1: Wow. Sounds like it would have. Sorry. I missed that, that angle.
0: Thanks. Luckily the ones you did see, you don't remember either.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It was 18 years ago, Conrad 18
0: years ago. Yeah. But if it was fucking. Rick player and Harley race. You can give us a play by play.
1: Well, yeah, because those had impacts on me. Okay. Those are when I was in the formative years of my wrestling career. I remember those things, but Chuck Palumbo and Stasiak. nah, I don't remember that shit. How many stars does this thing get? I want you to guess two and a half. One and a half. Wow. Kind of feast or famine in this show, right? You either got a three plus or you got a minus, uh, something below a two.
0: Sort of, so, uh, give me the, give me the
1: actual, uh, thumbs up, thumbs down on this show.
0: I'm asking you your opinion.
1: No. Okay. Uh, I would say 75% thumbs down 25% or 20% thumbs up 5% in the middle.
0: The uh, average reader score in the torch was a 6.3, 72% of the votes said that the opener with uh, the dragons and three count noble and courageous was the best match animals and the Jarrett Harris's match got 23% of that vote. Okay. Worst match without question. Mm. Shane Douglas and Hugh G erection and right. then chronic and Vito and Reno behind okay. that. Most everybody though, coming in with like a 6.3, various different reader uh, scores here. 7.5, 7.5, 8.0, 6.5, 8, 8, 4.5, 6.5, 3.5. Where are you on this one so far?
1: Uh, right. uh, Give me the scoring system. Is this like a a 10? You dick fuck. (laughs) Okay. I didn't know. I mean, we do stars and then all of a sudden we do one to 10. Uh, I'm going to say it's a 5.5. 5. Okay. I think that would be a
3: shittier than what they have. What? It's shittier
0: than that. This is possibly the worst fucking Stargate ever.
1: <laughs> so you would probably give this a, less than a 5.5?
0: Without question.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> Good. Uh, go get him, DDP. I hate it. Okay. Whoa. I hate it a lot. Yeah, you're just a hater today. I don't
0: like it at all.
1: Okay. Not so sure. I like that headbutt to the nuts move.
0: Who likes a headbutt to the nuts?
1: Nothing. Nobody likes it. Stop whispering. Talk.
0: Well, what or do you live? want? What do you want to talk about, man? This thing sucks. Tag.
1: It's made. Here comes Palumbo walking around in front of diamond Dallas, kick him, you know, uh, in hindsight, Chuck had
0: some, no, listen, Chuck was the more talented of the pair for sure.
1: Yeah. He he could punch, he could kick, he could do some pretty good stuff.
0: I think a lot of what is unfortunate for Chuck and Stacey is just when they're coming in, like if they came in the WCW in 95, Mm -hmm. who knows what could have happened. Yeah. But they came in here. And well that's gonna suck. Yeah.
1: A lot about stay. a lot of Astasiak reminds me of Luger.
0: Yep. Let's try that, remember?
1: No. <sighs> Jesus.
0: I don't remember it. All right, take my word for it.
1: Okay, I believe you. He was gonna be the little Lex Luger?
0: It doesn't matter. <laughs> Well, yeah, it does. Whoa.
1: Fans not liking this at all either.
0: I'm not liking you at all.
1: You're a hater today. I don't know what the hell it is.
0: Why are you being that way? Why are you saying I'm a hater? What did I do? You just said, I don't, I'm not liking you at all. No, I was being the smart ass. I was doing the Michael Hayes.
1: <laughs> hey,
0: God. And
1: you know, there's another thing that, that Help drive us down. Endless nut shots. Endless nut shots.
0: Have you seen that they're doing endless nut shots now on WWE? Yeah, I know. Crazy That's all that uh, crazy nut shots.
1: Yeah, Nakamura does now is nut shots, right?
0: There's just tons of nut shots. I know there is. Nut shots all over the place.
1: There's nut shots everywhere. This has got to be near the finish. Come on now. Let's get this thing over with. <laughs> I don't know why that's funny, but <laughs> well, I probably should have said it at that time. Let's get this match over with.
0: There's the belt. Your commentary would have been so much better if you were just able to tell the truth. Well it truth. fucking yeah. end already. <laughs> <laughs> right. Jesus Christ. Please pin him. <laughs>
1: Jesus. There's two men on the outside. Cover him, Chuck, for crying out loud. Get it over with. There it is. One. Two.
3: The oh, fuck.
1: It's still going on. And there's Jindrak, and there's Sean O'Hare. Whoa. Diamond cutter. Whoa. But that's not going to be the finish yet. Count him out. So if he connects, it's going to be a disqualification, right?
0: What's going to happen here? What do you think Palumbo, I mean, Nash thought of Palumbo here?
3: Yeah.
1: I don't think he liked him too well. Really? Yeah. Why would you say that? I don't know. Why would you ask that? Unless you knew something I did?
0: No, I'm, I'm uh, he's a booker. I don't know. I'm just com I don't know. I'll be quiet. I'll let you do the show.
1: No, 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 no. If I see, wow. Jackknife powered bomb. And that, my friends, is one, two, three. We got new world tag team champions. And the fans love that. Because it's stars, right? Right. Exactly. There they are. So the NWO was dead and gone by this
0: time? Uh, yeah, they had tried it a few different ways.
1: Yeah. So like, so three years after the NWO, the NWO was gone from WCW.
0: Diamond cutter on the floor for old meat. Here's a Jack knife for Palumbo.
1: Yeah. Released it.
0: And there it is, your new tag team champions.
1: Hey, we still got our double main event. Goldberg and Lex Luger in a no holes barred match, which I guess is the same thing As wait a minute. Big sexy wants to talk. You go ahead. There we got it. World tag team champions. I booked it. Absolutely. I'm the fucking man. I'm too fucking cool. Goodbye. Hey, yo.
0: I don't know why that's funny, but it is. I'm the fucking man. I'm too cool. Goodbye. And he was the man.
1: He was too cool. And Diamond Dallas Page popping people the bird. You ready? Dun, dun. No way out. Dun, dun. Dun, dun. Dun, dun. No one's safe. Dun, dun. No pity. Dun, dun. Dun, dun. No respect, (laughs) obviously. Ten, 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 ten. Ten, 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 ten. No sanity. (laughs) Uh, Speaking of that. So what uh, Buddy Lee Parker, obviously, the storyline here is that Buddy Lee trained Bill Goldberg. Because Buddy Lee was a big trainer at the power plant at that time. So that's why we saw Buddy Lee Parker earlier.
0: I'm just saying, I know what a big moment for him. No, I'm not shitting. I'm saying it's cool that they gave him
1: a moment. Yeah. Look, everybody, uh, everybody on the inside respected buddy Lee.
0: Yeah. And and, and liked him. And he was not pulling a Shivani, you know, he really still cared. Uh Huh?
3: What's wrong?
1: Just, I didn't. Nah I'm not going to try to clean that up. I'm just let it sit.
0: Did I hurt your feelings? No,
1: no, oh, not I at all. Say, I didn't even think. But Buddy Lee was a Buddy Lee was a good guy. Worked hard. Everybody loved to see him get a get his get a shot. Sure. Total package, baby.
0: Even in 2000, still looked like a million bucks. Yes, he did. It's crazy to think about the fact that, you know, this is like 13 years after. He looked like a million dollars in Crockett TV and he kept it going. Yeah, he did. Bigger than ever. This is not the uh, shrunken Lex Luger we got in the WWF. This is jacked. Bloom is off the rose here for Goldberg though, is it not?
1: Oh yeah. The bloom is lost for everything. Yeah. There's no question. I, people say that, uh, I guess him turning heel took the bloom off the rose, but when was he, when did he turn heel before this, after this, I can't remember the actual.
0: Well, if you don't uh, remember, nobody else does either, Tony. Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go.
1: Here we go. Goldberg rules. (laughs) All right. Before this match gets started, Conrad, uh, Give me the Wade Keller scoop on this one.
0: Great American Bash 99. That's when the turn happened. What's that? Great American Bash 2000 is when the turn happened. Okay. Uh, the scoop on this one. Let's see. Uh, anyway,
1: turning him heel, they thought killed him. Many people did.
0: Oh, uh, he was dead before that. Okay. It gets a star in three quarters. Um, Wade would say barely passable. Wade gave it a 5.5. 5, the show overall Bruce Mitchell gave it a 5.0 and Jason Powell gave it a
1: 6.0. Hmm. And you give it less than that.
0: I thought it was horrible.
1: Well, then it was time for us to die.
0: No, it was just time for you guys to get your shit together.
1: But you know, too But late. You, you can't get your shit together overnight. No, I, and I, agree. they weren't, they weren't going to give us months, six months, a year to get our shit together.
0: They did. And you didn't, you guys were, you know, losing, I mean, 99 was an indicator that maybe we should have made some changes. And you did when you sent fish off home and he brought in Vince Russo, but you had the whole year of 2000 to fix ship and you didn't, and I blame you personally for that. Apparently so. And you don't vent. Nope. Oh, watch out. Well, cause here's the deal. All you had to do was drop a few LBs. Well, listen,
1: if, if Lashley really wasn't going to do it, I wasn't going to fucking do it. Right. And he and I talked about that. You go be a fat ass, motherfucker, I'll be a fat ass. Tell that you know what?
0: I had a really good joke. I can't tell okay, you
1: know what? I just noticed as I'm walking back to my uh, broadcast position, this is how much I didn't give a fuck Conrad. I was wearing jeans. I was wearing jeans. What you, the fuck?
0: You didn't think anybody was going to see that.
1: Yeah, but still, got to have some pride in your work. Fans are going to see you walk out, right?
0: How mm, many though? Only five thousand or so. <laughs>
1: yeah, right. And most of them were were given a ticket. All right. So, what distinguishes a no-holes-barred match? I, I don't. I don't get it here. Is that like a no disqualification match? Is it? I don't know. That's the second time they did that.
0: How about Goldberg just staring off into the crowd? Do you think he's looking for Brad Hart's head? <laughs> 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 Murderers row here on this show. <laughs> of course we know about Lex Luger and miss Elizabeth and bill Goldberg killed Brent Hart's career and you killed WCW. Yeah. How about that? Oh, like you guys are playing. Can you top this?
1: Yeah. And Billy Kidman killed any respect we had for Tori Wilson.
0: You know, I'm just learning the oh. other day though. I think she's from like Idaho. Yeah. It's probably not her fault. You know, there's not a lot of people in Idaho. So Billy Kidman's probably like, yeah, he probably Top had m- yeah, he, uh, most teeth that's ever spoken to her like, oh God, please pay me attention. Yes. I'm in. And then as hmm. she started traveling around, she's like, what the fuck have I done with my life? Let me call Vince McMahon back. And get uh. RoboCop out of here.
3: Hmm.
1: Yeah, I agree with all that. Yeah, this match is just like plotting right along. Just
0: That's all Goldberg could do.
1: Slow motion shit, man.
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah, he's not letting Lex Luger put on the wrestling clinic that he wants to.
1: <laughs> Yo, there you go. Now, let's see you turn it around, Lex. Now he's going to put on that wrestling clinic here, Conrad. Yep. Here he goes. Pull up the, the tights, send him in, pull
0: him up again. <clears throat> Sorry about my cough. I'm pulling an Eric Bischoff here. I've been doing too much lately.
3: <laughs>
0: <huh>. Seriously. Bischoff coughs directly into the mic. No matter what. Does he early. Oh my God. It's, I feel like he tries to get it as close as he can and just <laughs> doesn't have a cough switch fucking, on these stuff there
1: what oh my god
0: would you look at buff oh my god how would you describe his look here he walking around he looks in public. like would he wear that in public for real like would he wear that to your holiday and after the show no he looks he
1: looks like a like a, a drunk uh dr watson from sherlock holmes fame
0: He looks like an extra from Dick Tracy. <laughs> yeah. See the coppers are here see? well, there's
1: flat top next to him. That's saying. Yeah. Here we go. Spirit. Come on now. Just pull the get
3: over away. With.
0: Make it super obvious. There you go. Yeah.
1: Wow, oh, boy, we're in the midst of a real shitty finish here.
0: Oh, the what worst, the- most convoluted.
1: Oh my God, what happened to him there?
0: Did he fall so. or did he get hit? I think. I don't know.
1: I don't know. I it's it's. I guess he got hit. Well, with the brass knucks, but it looked like he just took a. He just fell. One, two. He got out of it.
0: Star in three quarters.
1: Here's Buff. I remember no holes barred.
0: Buff, Daddy. I'm Buff. My mom shaves my stuff, (laughs) and the girls have had enough
3: on a blockbuster. That's
0: it, man. Which is pretty great because that was the name of his move because he thought he was going to be a movie star. That's a great name, Blockbuster. Turns out that's just where he worked after WCW.
1: He really thought he was going to be a movie star.
0: Oh, for sure. You know, he put on like the Indian headdress and have sex with ladies, soft core porns. You remember?
1: Indian headdress. He did. He put. No, I know he did. No.
0: Yeah, he did.
1: He put on Indian headdress and have sex with ladies.
0: Yeah. You don't do that.
1: No.
3: What?
1: Going for the rack. And he whacked the Sarge. We didn't see it. Meanwhile, here comes your finish. Why not thank God while you're at it?
0: I can't believe you didn't know about this movie. (laughs) jackhammer one two three it's he was in day of the warrior and lethal ladies Return to savage beach
1: (laughs) of course he was
0: i feel like you're pretending like you don't know about these movies no you watched them
1: Lay him in, Buffett. So Goldberg gets the win. He gets wiped out. Sergeant Buddy Lee Parker. And still Goldberg gets another win. All right. So we got Steiner with Medesha. Sid Vicious for the world heavyweight championship still to come. Yes, that's a bad show, man. Maybe five point five is wrong.
0: Two and three quarter stars for your main event. Happy Hanukkah, Goldberg. What a great (laughs) sign. That is a great sign. It is. So polite, respectful. Yes. All right. I got to admit, I don't hate Goldberg for this. Super cool of him. Man, that's what wrestling's all about, isn't it?
1: I think so. Respecting your fans.
0: I mean, that kid will never forget that. Yep. That's cool. Good on him.
3: Here's a guy. All right. It's time for our main event, like buddy.
1: Our favorite big pop of pump. You need against need
0: some ham cubes. Holler if you hear him.
1: Yeah. Holler if you hear him against, uh, Sid vicious, not softball Sid, but Sid vicious. Well, by this time, Sid's career has really gone around the world. Hasn't it? Yeah. He was a big star in WCW. He became Sid Justice.
0: And two, count them, two WrestleMania main events.
1: Yeah. Certainly had potential, but don't think he ever realized it.
0: No, I think he realized. I don't think he cared. Really? Do you think he cared?
1: I think he thought he cared. I I just, I don't think he was smart enough to to know what really caring was about. It's like those, it's like, God, I've seen so many athletes in baseball and even basketball, just so talented, but just not knowing what to do with it or how to go to that next level. And I think Sid Vicious was one of those guys. He had to look, but he just, he thought that was enough. And I don't know anything about his work ethic, but it just seemed to me that he could
0: have been a lot better. I loved Sid. He was like my guilty pleasure as a wrestling fan because I know that, you know, he's this or he's that, but dude, he was a big, intimidating, badass motherfucker. Yes, he was. I didn't like, and- you know, when guys change their looks, though. And like to me, this Sid looks different than the Sid that we saw in the WWF just a few years prior. I don't know if he's put on some more masks or what, but and I guess he's wearing pants. So maybe that's different, too, but.
1: And didn't he have like striped, like vertical striped trunks? No. When he was Sid Justice?
0: No. He wore, blue, sure? he wore blue short trunks. Okay. And then when he was a heel later, he would just wore black knee pads and trunks and that one body glove elbow pad. More like when he beat Shawn Michaels at the garden, which is still. Have you ever seen that? Survivor Series 96? I've not. No. God, I hope somebody suggests that on Patreon so I can make you watch it. There's so many interesting matchups on there. It's the rocks debut, but the main event, well, the, I mean, both of the like main event and co-main event are tremendous It's stone cold versus Bret Hart. The first time a tremendous match, not as much of a brawl as we got at WrestleMania the next year. And then the main event is Sid versus Sean and Sid's like the super baby face, but the crowd is just tired of the white meat baby face. And they are all about Sid and man. It's awesome. Hmm. All right. Here comes our boy with yes, the big sir. old belt and Medezia. Medezia's got the, the look here. Best look on Which, the show. Does she ever? I never liked chain mail so much in my life.
1: <laughs> it's it it's it's amazing that they would have her come to the ring like that because any slip and you're gonna see everything.
0: No, she's got on a real thing underneath. There's no way it's just chain mail. Yeah, wow. there you go. You can see the strap. It's so f- fucking hilarious to me that, I mean, process what she's carrying right now. She's wearing a chain mill headpiece and top. She's got his headpiece and a giant pipe with tape on the end. He just can't, He yeah. comes to the ring carrying pipe. But you've been carrying pipe your whole life, and now it's bigger than ever thanks to Blue Chew. Isn't that right?
1: Yes, that's right. And now, thanks to Blue Chew, not only am I carrying pipe, I'm laying pipe. Oh, God.
0: You know, sometimes <laughs> sometimes I lay these up. You don't have to slam it in behind me, <laughs> but you can slam it in behind her at bluechew.com.
1: <laughs> and that's forward slash WHW to get your first order free. Only pay five bucks shipping. What would
0: you think if at this pay per view at the end they said, Tony, 18 years from now, you're going to be completely out of the business. But there'll be this old fat ass kid who right now is 19 years old and Jason Cooter. And he's going to call you up and give you a pitch on how to pay for your daughter's wedding. That's right, the little one. And um, you're going to accept it. But the way you're going to be able to pay for that wedding is you're going to have to talk about penis enlargement and penis enhancement experiences. For hundreds of thousands of people every single week. Are you comfortable shilling penis products to hundreds of thousands of strangers every week, Tony?
1: Yes, I am. <laughs> I'm just comfortable shilling. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we need more shots of a here.
0: Would you do a test of strength with Scott Steiner in real life?
3: No.
1: Hell, I wouldn't do a test of strength with Lois in real life.
0: My dad challenged me to do this in an, in our office, like, I don't know,
1: 17 years
0: ago. Yeah. And you went for it. Yep. He wanted to, hey. uh, pull my punk card and embarrass me in front of all the salespeople. Uh-huh.
1: And what happened?
0: I put him through a glass window. I won. (laughs) That's what I'm talking about. I started winning and he wouldn't say mercy. So I kept going and he started backpedaling and he didn't say stop. So I kept going. Yeah. And then eventually in his backpedaling, his heel stepped right through the glass door and it just shattered, went all over. So then I released (laughs) the grip and then he's still like, I didn't say I quit. I didn't say I give up. But literally, I mean, there's glass everywhere. Wow. <laughs> wow. Oh, did I tell you what I got my dad? You know, yesterday was his birthday. That's which is why I had to race home after our Nashville show. Right. Mom set up a dinner for us. And which is why I told you, Hey, we got to do lunch. if We're going to hang out. Cause after the show, I got a jet. It's my dad's birthday. Right. I got him a Coors light championship belt.
1: Holy shit.
0: Reggie parks made it way back in the eighties for Coors light. Right And somehow it wound up uh on the secondary market. it's got like uh the giant cans on the belt, and there's three plates, and it's painted red, white and blue. Well, I sent it to uh, belts by Dan and had him like clean up the plates and repaint the leather and then do an extension so it would fit my dad and uh, So now I'm proud to announce that last night Dad was strutting that ass around Roos Chris in a Coors Light championship belt for his birthday. That's pretty fucking cool. Oh, Medeja uh, laid the pipe to Sid. Well, did she ever talk about role reversal? Mm. It's funny if she'd have let Sid take a swing with that. I bet it would. I bet he would have hit a home run.
1: <laughs> yes, he would have.
0: Right now, Sid is getting beat up by Scott Steiner. Based on the Yelp review he left, Oh for the showings. What right. do you mean the service was slow? Can you imagine like really and truly, if you're not a wrestling fan, look at him cutting a promo on the fan and he said, and something was wrong, right? Your food was late when it did get there. It was wrong. When you finally got the correct food, it was cold. Now none of that happens at the Shonies in Ackworth because he runs a tight ship, but let's pretend for a minute that they had an off day and it was a bad experience, which happens to the best of restaurants every now and again, but imagine if that happens and then you're like, I'd like to speak to the manager. And then like, imagine your wife just starts to get way out of pocket on him. Like just hooting and hollering, ranting and raving when he starts to cut a promo back, yeah, you got to pick, is it fight (laughs) or flight? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, exactly. And I I have a feeling a lot of dudes would be like, you know, honey, you really shouldn't have been talking to him like that. (laughs) Exactly. It wasn't that bad. Mine was good.
1: Yeah. Oh, and by the way, I'm going to go get the car and bring it around so you don't have to walk through the rain.
0: Here's the cash while y'all straighten this out. (laughs)
1: That's right. Because, you know, Scott's not going to give you your food for free. No. He's not going to say checks on me. No. Anything like that. No. It's hard to believe sometimes when you look at this, that this is the same guy with that long brown mullet.
0: Oh, absolutely. The, he reinvented himself in a major way. Yeah. It's funny because I bet a lot of people, like I bet even his brother, when he starts doing promos, was probably like, where the fuck did this come from? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you should let me do all of it. <laughs>
1: All right, Sid, give it up. Let's go. Got about five more minutes to go in this show. Let's give it up. So the announcer can talk for five fucking minutes. We were very, very bad at timing out shows.
0: Well, Luckily, there's only five minutes left in this one. Hmm. By the way, but, mean-
1: I mean, you, you and I have seen a lot of these pay-per-views where we would have to fill time up until, I don't know, 47 or whatever it was. Two and three 49. quarter
0: stars for this one. And by the way, you're going to be pleased with the finish because I know oh, you, good. I know you don't remember it. I don't Steiner recliner. This no boy.
1: The, could this be it? He's trying to walk his way. Look at that with his knees, trying to get, Oh, there's Matasia. She go hitting with her boobs. Oh my God. That a girl. And the referee still hasn't seen her yet. She was willing to go right up there. Wasn't she?
0: Here we go. Up he goes. That's it.
1: One, two. No, he got out of it. Only a two count. Lot of adjusting going on. This is it, man. This has got to be the finish coming up here anytime now.
0: Well, luckily it's Starcade, so you know it's gonna be a clean, in the middle, non disputed finish with no <laughs> weapons. Oh, the ref went <laughs> oh, down. Scott Steiner oh. just punched the ref in the face. Oh, here comes Madeja Stepping over the referee's corpse, Sid coming to check her out, wondering if she. Oh, the lead pipe! And Steiner blazed the lead pipe to Sid, who bowed up for it. It was right. <laughs> My gosh,
3: it's not the <laughs> same dumb. if
0: you lean into it. He threw up a forearm for it, and then got hit in the throat, and it's not selling. Steiner's <laughs> like, I know it's a gimmick pole, but I'm going to beat the fuck out of you with it. One. To
1: no, and he kicked out of
0: the fucking lead pipe to the throat and the head and the back and the neck. Wow. Luckily he's going to duct tape him and stick it up as, oh, speaking Holy of things shit. up your ass, here comes Jeff Jarrett, which you didn't remember at all when you called him. No. Oh, and he nails Steiner by accident.
1: I guess this is a no disqualification match. I don't know.
0: Sid makes the cover. The referee slides down One, One, two, two. Jarrett pulls him out. <laughs> he ducks the clothesline and still goes to count. One, again. two, what a, and he kicks out. What a professional Charles is to duck the clothesline and then go try to make another count.
1: He knows, man. He's, he's a pro. He's going to make sure that we've got to have something clean for Starcade, right? Oh, right in front of the referee.
0: Dick shot.
1: Oh, Jesus.
0: Now another dick shot. Come on now. Punch to the dick, kick to the dick, T-bone suplex. <laughs> You know what's coming. Yeah. Holler if you hear me. Mhm. The big booty daddy with the Steiner recliner. Perhaps the dumbest finishing move ever, but it's gonna get the job done.
1: Tap, come on and tap. Everybody taps, right? He's four miles
0: from the ropes, but he's pretending yeah. like he can almost reach it.
1: Yeah. I know it's there. Oh, he's going to go out. He's not tapping. He's not, he went out. That's it. Even on. Well, a- he's still your world champion.
0: And there's the big gold belt. One of the last times we would see it in WCW.
1: And we put a, uh, we put a wrap on. Starcade. That's the last one. this one, but we put a wrap on Starcade forever.
0: The first one ended with a giant celebration. Friends, media, look at the plates falling off the belt. Yeah, it was a who's who in the ring. How about they threw trash at him and he threw it back at them and flipped them off? I love that Scott Steiner. I do too. What a great heel. So anyway, double bicep pose. will go off the air. The first Starcade. Ends with a big celebration from a flare for the gold inside the cage. The last one ends with Scott Steiner kissing his mm. ass.
1: Well, there you go. So we've done uh, three Starcades in a row here.
0: My uh, favorite of the 93, three? 93,
1: and 2000.
0: What's your favorite of the three? Tell the truth. Well, it's, it's 93. Yes, sir. Without question. No question. Without question. Without question. Fine. What are we doing next yeah. week, Tony? Tell them all about it.
1: Well, you know, Conrad, you and I haven't talked about what we're doing next week. think we ought to do a poll. Let's do a poll. We'll put it on Patreon. You want to do that? Or Never. you want to put it on Twitter?
0: That's no, up to you. I mean, this is your dog and pony show. Well, no, we're a team. Let's let's think of some things you'd like to cover. All right. Yeah.
1: Well, uh, now that you have talked about the Survivors, uh, was the Survivors Series 96?
0: Okay. I didn't think that was going to be there, but all right.
1: What else? Yeah, that sounds pretty good to, to cover that. Uh, how about sin of 2000? We'll see, uh, Sid break his leg.
0: Oh, that'd be fun.
1: Yeah. That'd be, wouldn't that be a lot of fun? Do that.
0: Sure. I love watching dudes break their legs.
1: Um, <laughs> uh, why don't we, you think we should do something current? Really? Yeah, because I just I've, I've thought about this a lot. You know, we and and I know, hey, you're the voice of our childhood, but but I'd like to to get your take on some current shit that's going on. Like,
0: what, what about like TLC this past weekend?
1: I was thinking the same thing. Like TLC this past weekend.
0: All right. Well, there's three of our topics. What's the fourth one? Okay.
1: So we got uh, Survivor Series '96. Uh, we've got SIN 2000. We've got TLC uh, 2018.
0: What about Massacre on 34th Street? The last, One of the last ECW pay-per-views. There you go. So there you go. Go vote in our poll. Where is it, Tony? You decide. Our poll is going to be on Twitter. All right. Twitter machine. Coming up. Twitter go machine. vote right now. It's at WHW Monday. And uh, we'll see you next week right here on what happened when, but when I look at my clock, I feel like it's about that time. Tony Schiavone here coming to you from great
1: Britain, where finally Conrad Thompson, that miserable motherfucker that he has been this entire week has left. He's taken Bruce Pritchard with him. And he says, as he leaves here and departs on the boat, that's going from, uh, the cliffs of Dover over to Brussels. And he's going to take a flight then from Brussels on to Paris, Paris on to, uh, Portugal and then fly on to JFK. He has told us that he is going to make Tony Schiavone's life fucking miserable because that's the way he is, and we're desperately out of time, and we'll see you next week on What Happened When as we come to you each and every Wednesday on the MLW Radio Network <laughs> and, of course, Monday exclusively on Patron.
2: promotional consideration paid for by the following patreon.com forward slash whw monday join the fun be a slapdick tell your friends it's conrad thompson and tony shivani with even more silly shit (laughs) behind the scenes videos Live weekly chats and new content each week. And by LoisRules.com. Get all your t-shirts from What Happened When. Right now, do it because the eyes are winking and blinking. I cannot stand it anymore. And by BoxOfGimmicks.com the place to do your holiday shopping for the wrestling fan in your life (laughs) you need a new life if you have wrestling fans in your life show your support of what happened when some tour wrestle will and 83 we (laughs) the eyes are winking and blinking I cannot stop it (laughs) I am losing my mind